0: you got something you're grinding on? You're listening to The Grind. 100.9 smb yeah.
1: Tuesday T, and welcome inside the Party Pub Studios right here in New Midland Plaza where we're grinding it out here on a Tuesday edition again welcome in Mr. Carson Crouch couple Hello. week uh, a hiatus yep, a little yep. little daily grind kept you away but it uh, did yeah we're
2: kept me away a little bit but happy to be back it's a, a
1: good Tuesday feels good outside can't wait to get grind I I'll mean be, I'll be I'll be honest if you're uh, if you're watching on Facebook Live you you see the attire that, yeah. that Carson's rocking very very trendy.
2: Yeah, it's uh, basketball in Chinese writing. That's pretty cool, isn't
1: it? You sure that says basketball? You sure?
2: Um, ninety percent hopeful. hopefully.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Google Translate on your phone will probably tell you right what it says.
2: Yeah, but it'd be hard writing it. It's a
1: guy with fuzzy hair.
2: You never know. I was like, yeah. Maybe.
1: But uh, Mr. Chris Hips over here to my right. Uh, again, if you're listening on radio, that makes no sense. But if you're watching on Facebook Live, Hips, uh, how's it going, man? Doing great. Kip's uh Kip's did a little pregame here at the party pub as he came in a little early and that probably sounded a lot worse than it really is but he came in a little early today already has partaken in the uh, in, in the party pub good food uh, and he's he's kind of finishing one off right now what what'd you have man you got the teriyaki wing platter I mean was well, it something about this seat right here like that's that's what has been ate, eaten right here on well, this right hand side the last three you weeks. know I thought I had to. Uh...
3: He just like Jeff, channel was, your yeah, inner Jeff. Yeah, how to get my inner Jeff McIntyre? I mean, Jeff, I c-
2: I can't knock on him. I was I was eating a uh, pretty much every time I was here last, and I pretty much didn't taste something that I didn't like on the menu. I,
1: I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on right here right. at the Party Pub, especially on Tuesdays. Tuesdays, Ladies Night, as well as our show here, at five to seven is what what we do, and then at seven o'clock, Ladies Night takes over here at the Party Pub. But uh, but guys, excited to be in here. A Lot to talk about. A uh, wrap-up of Masters week, you, you know, you talk about uh, a lot of things changing and, and, and how the uh, the world is kind of coming together. Matsuyama Yama wins the Masters, uh, first uh, Asian uh, descent winner of the Masters. Yeah. Uh, got it 10 years ago, won the Low Amateur uh, Award at, this, at Augusta National. So pretty cool story to talk about there. Talk a little bit about that whole dynamic and how the uh, ebbs and flows of the weekend went i uh, got a lot to talk about about Tennessee baseball. We talked last week about it continuing to to kind of catch some steam. Uh, this week it has its own segment, uh, which ultimately uh, mean, means you've made it. I mean, right. I feel like when you have your own segment here, uh, that's when, when you've kind of made it. But we'll talk baseball uh, here here tonight. Also going to talk Major League Baseball, a review of the past week, preview of the upcoming week, talk a little bit of standings, and, of course, do a deep dive into the Bravos, just talk a little bit about what's going on. Uh, for the men from Atlanta. And then at the end of the show, we're going to talk Tennessee football as the uh, open practice was had for, for Josh Heupel's first team. Uh, a little bit of uh, stuff revealed, but but ultimately a lot of hush-hush, a lot of uh, status quo kind of practice stuff uh, when you have an open practice. So we'll talk all of that on the on the back end of the show. But, guys, uh, big-time show here tonight, uh, again, live from the party pub. So if you're in town riding around you hear this, if you want free stuff, who doesn't like free stuff, Come on down to the party pub put your name in a bucket uh, and you can you can one pick up free grind stickers and, and wristbands just for coming down but if you, you come down stick around at seven o'clock Carson in his uh great drawing ability yeah, you guys are missing. Uh, will uh, will pull out uh, the winner there at seven o'clock a, a grind t-shirt water bottle uh, wristband stickers pretty much the gamut uh, you get a big right. grind swag pack as like as what we like to call it but uh, again, guys, we, we, we're not down here on our own. Uh, a lot of sponsors help us get down here. Let's give them a little little airtime here. Donna Cry Mortgage Investors Group here in Maryville. If you need that home mortgage, you're working on an FHA, VA, THDA, or a USDA loan, uh, give Miss Donna Cry a call, 865-984-9948, or check her out online, donnacry.com. Uh, Miss Tressa Lequire with Realty Executives. Uh, she's honest, has integrity, wants to work for you. She says from the kitchen table to the closing table, but she'll meet you anywhere in between. Give her a call, 865-221-5610. That's 865-221-5610. Or give her an email, Tressa35, T-R-E-S-S-I-A 35, at gmail.com. Smoky Mountain Axe House, uh, again, part of our giveaways each and every week. Uh, check them out online, smokymountainaxe.com Check them out on Facebook, Smoky Mountain Axe House, or Column set up your uh, your cool family outing, 865-268-5872. Veteran owned and operated. And, again, if you come check us out at the pub, you're about, I don't know, what, 100 yards from, from the Axe House. I mean, pretty, pretty good location there. And then J&J Lawn Services, last but not least, residential commercial, uh, licensed, then insured. We'll give free estimates in the Lakeway area. Uh, he does landscaping, mulching, irrigation, and much, much more. James Butler and J&J Lawn Services uh, is who you need to call, 865 or 423-231-9955. Again, James Butler, tell him you heard about it here on The Grind. But, uh, guys, headlines is where we start each and every week. Uh, kind of the first one is the Masters. Matthew Yama wins the Masters in really uh, kind of commanding fashion. You know, there, there was some, uh, you know, he wins by one stroke late. But if you look at how the weekend went and his his methodical approach – uh, to Sunday. I mean, I, I felt like he had control. Uh, unlike a lot of uh, former champions, have kind of came through Sunday. What, what do you think, Chris? Chris is a uh, he is a, uh, a scholarship golfer, so I feel like this hey. is uh, this is must see uh, radio. Oh, it
2: is right here.
3: Let's well, right you know,
1: we're all looking. I look at it uh, for Hideki's, uh
3: going into the final round Sunday. Having that four stroke lead was incredible. I mean, you can play basically safe golf, and that's. Basically what he did, if you look at his score, I mean, he did throw up some bogeys toward the end when the weather got a little bit, uh, I think the
1: wind played a little bit of an issue, Putting got a little bit tougher for him. I have a golf question. Where did the word, like, where did bogey come from? Like, what, I mean, where did, like, I don't understand. Well, you know, it started over in Europe, so it's probably had a different. Didn't it different, start in Scotland? Scotland. Oh, so, schooling! I feel like this was a drinking game that got out of hand. I feel yeah. like golf might have been a drinking game <laughs> oh my that gosh. got out of hand. But anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah,
3: but like I said, being in being a, in the lead with at least a four-stroke league going into the final day, I mean, it forces everybody behind him to have to play a perfect round of golf. I mean, I think we saw uh, was it, Alexander Shoffley uh, made a run toward it. I think he got down to one behind him, and then. He had Unfortunately, a. Unfortunately, the yeah. ball in the water killed him.
1: He had a what was that? I think it was sixteen. I, I think he had a triple, triple bogey, bogey yeah. on sixteen, and, and it just decimated his day. But what about like I don't know why, but this year's Masters really for me took on a whole different meaning. And I think it was, it started with Sunday morning when Adam Sandler uh, made the comment about the the guy who ended up finishing second, who a uh, little fun fact actually golfed. a in 2019, wow. in the Knoxville Open,
4: yeah, didn't make really? the cut.
1: Didn't make the cut. Wow. So uh, talk about going going to work, getting some things straightened up, and doing what you got to do. He's, he's now oh, a, I, can, nice. I mean, and, and that's a pretty nice purse. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. He looks like the, if you remember uh, Happy caddy. Gilmore, yeah. the little young boy caddy. Do you, yeah. Have you ever seen Happy yeah, Gilmore? Yeah, Good. That was going to be homework. If you and he actually had, had a <laughs> one of his wedges. I saw a photo of it. No, it look like the hockey? Said, it said, no, it's said from said the back of
4: it. Happy
3: Gilmore's uh,
1: caddy. Caddy. Really? Back.
3: Yeah. It was it's a gag cool. gift after I guess everybody
1: mentioned that. It's straight up. Like I, I think it's funny because all those guys, like, there's not a one of them that doesn't have a suntan from like eye level down. Yeah. And then their forehead is like a. I mean, it's like a styrofoam cup. Do you know how old they? he is? is that what's worse? So he played in the Knoxville Open two years ago. I'm gonna go twenty and a half. He was twenty four. That's close. But I'm wow. saying
3: that's incredible to get in that kind of pressure, and he actually played incredible. It's just,
5: oh,
1: yeah, like I
3: said, Matsuyama got such a big lead; it's kind of hard for anybody
1: to catch up to him. So, so the what was it? What's the the, the guy who had the triple bogey? I, that's, I, Shoffley. that's unfortunate that that's how you're going to remember him. But honestly, do you know he's also the same guy that finished second uh, to Tiger in 2019? Really? He's a,
3: he's an incredible golfer, but like I said. He was sitting one stroke behind. Hideki just put the ball on the back of the green. You know, going, uh, playing the Masters, I mean, 13, 14, 15, aiming corner. Coming out of that, the next three holes are long holes. So, I think he tried to push the issue. I mean, he was literally maybe about two to three inches short on his shot. If that two oh, yeah. to three inches carries, he's sitting within a tap-in range. But oh, But yeah. hit the corner right in front of that bunker, slid down into the water. Well, and I think
1: he got under it quite yeah. a bit, too, because it, it was, like, up forever. And like They're said, like, it's high.
3: Well, and like I said, with the uh, Matsuyama dropped two strokes. I mean, he got up to 12 under at one point and dropped two strokes in the last four holes, but the wind started playing a big issue on I
1: mean. him. He missed that last putt, you know, on 18. Yeah. You know, that's supposed to be that, you know, fist pump moment, and he kind of rims it, and then he knocks <laughs> it in. And it, but, he still, I mean, he still won, but it's just – you could tell, and, 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 you know, working on the daily grind with, with, with people from Asian descent, let's just put it that yeah. way, uh, their, their approach to things is just quite a, quite a different approach. And, and, and for it to, to finally come full circle, you know, uh, the Masters and the, the organization that kind of puts that on uh, made it a, a priority to, to kind of be diverse and to get in, into other countries and other ethnicities, if you will, uh, and to see that finally come full circle 10 years ago. Matsuyama wins low amateur at Augusta, doesn't go back. Like, he hadn't been back until this year,
3: yeah. and then
1: comes back and, like, dominates.
3: He's been playing on
1: the uh, European and Japanese tour. You ever played on a Japanese course? Yeah, I know they're very expensive. So it's the it, it, it's very expensive, so I've only seen pictures. But it's It's not your, oh, I'm just in the trees. Like, no, it's, it's either cliff up this way, so that's not going to work, or... You're going to the ocean. <laughs> I mean, it's there's just nowhere in between. So, he's probably figured out how to thread the needle quite a bit being on the European tour. So, I, I think it's cool. A lot of people's questioning. oh, it was a boring Masters. I didn't see it that way at all. I thought Spieth had a little bit of a run there late Saturday into Sunday. I thought Shoffley? Shop, I'll get it. I'll get uh, it before it's over with. I'll, I'll know uh, his name by next year.
3: Yeah, Spieth. I mean, Spieth started, you know, his his putt is what it cost him that match. He... He did everything right. He played a lot of great shots. He just could not get a putz to fall. And unfortunately, at the Masters, if you can't get the putz to fall and you're tapping in for par and everybody else getting birdies around
1: you, it's going to be a long day. What, what is Which one's the holes where Hideki literally had his back to the hole and, and he tapped it like he had to go this way? And, and just the curvature and the the grade, like it did a full loop and came back down. Yeah. And he was like I that saw far. that on uh, maybe 15. It, that's crazy, and that's what you can't see on TV because a lot of people, you know, before I ever played golf. And I, do you play golf? Have you played golf? I have before, yeah. I do not Are play. You good at it, currently. Uh, I would say it's been a while since I played, so I mean, I wouldn't really be able to test it. Are you I'm a top golfer?
2: Definitely not. That's, you, that, that's do you that's know top? Do you I mean. know
1: top golf's coming to Newland Stadium? Just FYI uh is it really yeah i would be completely interested in trying but that they did that at bank of america done, in charlotte and charlotte
2: brought a lot of characters. i've done i've done top golf before it's fun but i mean i i mean i'm not the best golfer that, so that started in japan because huh? i mean that's really all they have to do is you just drop well i mean they zones, have the
3: so. you know rooftop uh is where they get to the practice especially in big cities like tokyo and Nagoya. But the like little California. net fields, yeah too,
1: but now I'll tell you this, uh, I'm, I'm not a good golfer. I, I like to think I get my money's worth, though, because you're supposed to only hit it 72 times. I hit it way more. than that. So yeah, I feel like you're getting your money. I'm getting my money's worth out of that deal. So, uh, but uh, I don't know what I was going with that. But, no, back in the day, before I ever played golf, I'm, I'm watching the Masters. I'm like, how is this entertainment? Like, how is this fun to watch? Because, you know, it's a guy hitting the ball, and, and you know, it's, all my memories was putt putt golf. That's all I knew. But, but after you play and you understand that when they build a golf course, there's 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 a tapestry, there's there's landscape, there's there's grade that is on purpose. You, you know what right. I'm saying? Like on the greens, you know things. Yeah, on they just don't make everything flat. Yeah, everything's not flat. And yeah. I think that's the key point. That once you understand that and you look straight at at the whole. And you hit it straight at the hole, and it goes like all the way over there. You start respecting the people who can make that curve, that can read that, and, and do some th- do something with it. So, anyway, it's still not it's still not the funnest thing to watch on TV, but there is a, there's a level of competition that uh, you may not get in the in the big three baseball, basketball, football. But uh, I thought it was funny local uh, local other radio guys uh this week they actually debated whether golf was a sport or a game.
2: That is a good question, but at the same time, I, would there's other sports you could you know kind of fight with that as well?
1: I, it's all about what you you know what and you I, consider and I, a sport. I right? don't know that I want to argue that because I think you know, especially there's an Olympic sport named curling where you literally rub ice and get this little puck to keep moving. So, and they're calling that an Olympic sport, right? So, huh? It's called a hammer, the big stone. <laughs> oh, I was like, is that the scrubby? Or well, it also oh, depends what you flip-flip. consider a hobby.
2: Um, what can you consider a hobby? But at the same time, you go and you play basketball, you know if you're doing
1: that on a regular basis, that's a hobby as well. You're,
2: you're usually playing basketball. So you can mix it in with both. Yeah. Sport I'm,
1: and hobby. I, like my first, my first go-to, Chris and, and Carson, is if you keep score as a sport, but that's not really the case. I mean, you play you play blackjack. You keep score. It, mine's normally negative, but I would consider that a game, not a sport. I mean, I think golf. You you have to put in time. Uh,
2: you have to put in work. A lot of I mean, a lot of different things, just like we do in baseball, basketball, and football, which we consider the main three sports. Soccer as well.
1: Yeah. yeah. What What do you think? You think you put a line on it? If you can sweat doing it, it's a sport. <laughs> yeah. I'll just
2: go ahead and tell you from my
3: point of view. Playing, like <laughs> playing five days a week and going to like once a month. You
1: you'll see the big difference. Of, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with if you can get a college scholarship doing it, it's a sport. Okay, how about that? Because <laughs> so, I, I feel like yeah. you know, can you get a college scholarship yeah. playing chess? That's a sport. The sport then chess is a sport. You know? They need to start wearing new, numerical jerseys. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. But the, the thing, thing is, about chess the like fans, that. I mean,
3: look at some like the Masters. It honestly this year it's the really worst because of COVID. But I mean, they average about fifty thousand a day. Yeah and the cheapest master ticket you'll get on a Thursday through Thursdays and Fridays are about 225 mm. the cheapest. Now, you get to the weekend now, is that play wide open? Now it's, it's over $500. Now,
1: now, is that ticket wide open for the master's? Like, can you go wherever you want, or is that, like, whole specific? No,
3: so when you go to any of them big tournaments, basically you, you get what's called a basic ground ticket. So that allows you to walk wherever you go. Um,
2: you, know, you can follow the golfers.
3: Especially places like the master's. Of course, there's signature holes, Amon's Corner, number thirteen, mm-hmm. the par three over the water. Mm-hmm. So you you'll see people they'll run with their chairs to set their chairs up at certain holes. All right, but I mean, like I said, a person like me, I've gone to the Wachovia and Will, uh, Wells Fargo Champion a lot over in Charlotte at um, Quail Hollow. So I mean, you, I like to walk around and watch the different players. I mean, of course, you're going to go around like Tiger. Tiger's going to have a crowd. Um, but for me, I like to walk around and see all these players because it's incredible to watch all these different players of different cultures, different backgrounds, mm-hmm. and then you watch them. Some of them hit bad shots, and it makes you look like, oh, you know, my bad shot ain't that bad. But then they turn around and
2: make a great shot on the next one, and you're like, like I, I wouldn't have done that. And it also <laughs> shows. <laughs> I mean, it shows anybody can win. I mean, Dustin Johnson was underrated
1: when he won the Masters. Yeah, then Dustin Johnson doesn't make doesn't a even make cut. it.
2: Neither does Royal McIlroy.
3: Everybody yeah. said Phil was washed up because he was sitting at six over after game after the first week, and then what does he do? He turns it on and gets one under
1: right Finally, finally turns it around but but uh so that's uh that's an interesting topic just the the sport versus uh game uh yeah. so if if anybody out there listening got a uh, got an opinion about that, give us a call uh, 865-223-8421. that's eight six five two two three eight four Two, one the next the next topic is is kind of a I, I don't know pop culture topic I don't know uh, Eddie George is, is now a college football coach uh, a, again Tennessee fans if, if you uh, if you're a true blue Tennessee fan no because no, Tennessee State's blue but uh, a true blue Tennessee fan your your recognition of Eddie George is either twofold either he's a Titan to you, he's an oiler or he's an Ohio State Buckeye that you played in the Citrus Bowl in '95. Uh, to me, uh, I'm not a, I'm not a Titans fan. I, I kind of uh, see them as the Oilers. That's not not saying anything negative against the Titans, but uh, so I never did pick up the 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 love for Eddie George in that in that respect. So for me, he's an Ohio State Buckeye, but now he's a he's a head football coach at Tennessee State uh, there in, in Cookville, I believe. And uh, so in Cookville? Yeah, I think Because so. Tennessee
2: Tech's in Cookville, Tennessee State would have to be towards Memphis. Right? let I
1: don't know. Google knows. But um I said it as soon as I said it and I'm like, eh, no.
2: There's no telling. I mean, you got Tennessee State, Tennessee Tech, uh, U T Martin, Carson Newman. We got a lot of we got a lot of colleges to keep
1: up with. The whole reason I'm bringing him up is not the fact that he's at Tennessee State or or that what what have you. It's the fact that it's actually in Nashville. But so it's uh it's right there, yeah. The fact is He's not uh, necessarily been kind of climbing the ranks uh, the last few years <laughs> or anything. He's, uh, he's kind of off the couch and putting the headset on. Uh, they're like, hey, we, we'd like you to come down. And what, what, What's even more ironic is Jeff Fisher. You remember Jeff Fisher used to be a Titans head coach, used to be the Rams head coach. He is a, and I'm using air quotes, advisor. he's an advisor. <laughs> so I, I'm not the smartest guy, but I'll, I'll say this. You know what this screams to me? This is Dion Sanders, Jackson State 2.0. This Everybody is, has advisors, though. I mean, like Dan Brooks,
3: the guy that uh, actually a good family yeah. friend, Dan Brooks. Um, he went down to Clemson
1: and was an advisor, assistant coach to mm-hmm. Dabo Sweeney. Well, but what I'm saying is, 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 to me, this is one of those deals. And, and I, I wish him the best. You know, I, I, I never – you know, it's the whole dynamic, like Dion being a coach, like Jason Kidd being a coach in the NBA – uh, you know, you talk about Jawan Howard being a coach at Michigan. Uh, it's, the, it's the in vogue thing for alumni or, or people who've played at, at that university, at that, uh, right. at that level, to kind of step back into the game. So, to me, this is a, a dynamic to where Eddie George is the face of the program. He's going to sell the tickets. He's going to get the recruits. He's going to kind of be that guy. And he has played at a professional level. So, from a preparation standpoint, he knows what it takes to be a pro. Uh, from from an experiences standpoint, he's had a lot of that. Uh, but I think Jeff Fisher's gonna he, he's gonna be the play caller. I, I think he's gonna be a big a uh, uh, big guy in the behind the scenes roles that says, you know, when when Eddie wants to kind of step out of that envelope or whatever, he's gonna go. You know, I did that one time, and that necessarily wasn't the best out for me. So I, I think it could be an interesting dynamic. I, I the Tennessee State. Doesn't necessarily fit to me, but again, I think they're they're playing on his Titan roots and uh, and, and kind of letting that work. But uh, what, do you,
3: what do you guys think? I look at it from Tennessee State's uh, point of view. It's a great investment. you bring in a big name like Eddie George. You're probably going you to attract two first keep. names. It's kind of weird. Yeah, but I'm like saying you can keep uh, you George know, and Eddie. You can keep uh, a lot of local recruits in you know, the Nashville area. Memphis is going to get all those handy guys. Yeah, you know, so you'll. And then, I mean, what, Ohio Valley Conference, you know, yeah. there ain't much competition, I would OBC. say. Like, well, you got, like, Morehead State and Murray State, Jacksonville State, Tennessee Tech. So, you know, there's a good chance he can, I don't want to say, maybe buy some wins, but he'll probably get some wins. And yeah. I look at it like a stepping stone. He's probably using this to try to get some coaching experience for, you know, a better opportunity for himself. And like I said, Tennessee right. State's just going to get the name, per name set. So, you know, I'll bring in recruits. I'll bring in money. I'll
1: bring in boosters.
3: Yeah. So I think it's a win-win for both sides.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think it's a win-win. If he comes in and he's atrocious, the last two seasons they've been two and eight. So it's, it's not like you're – it would be hard to regress uh, from that level with an Eddie George, with right. a Jeff right. Fisher on the, on the staff. Uh, but, right. but on the flip side, if he comes in and he's a worker – and he gets you know kind of puts his head down and tries to, to make a career of being a coach I mean you could have a diamond in the rough he they put together two or three good years that maybe Tennessee State from a financial standpoint couldn't have created uh, with any of that alumni well like Chris said I mean it's
2: a conference it's, it's not a top-tier school it's like a Ohio Valley Conference lower d1 uh, you got a Heisman trophy winner I mean he who doesn't want to go play for him you know what I'm saying a Heisman trophy winner All-time great at Ohio State. Um, Continued in the NFL is going to help recruiting at a lower level standpoint. I think if you're at that level where you're going to go to a college like Tennessee State, Murray State, somewhere in that lower level um, conference, I think going to somewhere and play for somebody new, somebody with excitement, you know, maybe that's a uh, plus. And I think it is. I mean, like you said, two and eight in the past two seasons. Why not give it a try?
1: The only thing, the only thing I thought they did poorly in this whole scenario was the 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 head coach so the the last guy who, who's uh whose name is escaping rob reed was his name rob reed uh he was an 11 year he had coached wow. at tennessee state for 11 years he's an alumni of tennessee state he was a linebacker uh and, and kind of came back and was was doing some things yeah he had fallen on hard times but did y'all know the tennessee state job was open no i had no idea so so that that's been the dynamic and kind of some backroom uh discussions is we didn't even know the job was open, and supposedly the athletic department said, you know, he knew six weeks ago uh, that he was not going to be retained, that his his uh, contract wasn't going to be renewed. But could you imagine being like an alumni, and you're like, man, I hope this next guy doesn't have success, and then all of a sudden you're like, well, it's Eddie George. <laughs> you know, it's it's kind of one of those. You're like, well, if ever I was going to be kind of upstaged a little bit, you, you brought in a Heisman Trophy winner, you brought in. A guy that literally was what about, about two foot away from a Super Bowl win? Yeah, very close, yeah. honestly. And I say this often, and, and it's to those who are are, are Titans fans that ask me why I'm not a Titans fan. I was like, it's only I was only about that far away from being a Titans fan because I swear if they if they win that Super Bowl, you know, it was kind of their first season, and in, in, in actually at that time they were playing in Memphis because you know they hadn't really done Nissan Stadium or what have you there. Um, but once that kind of happened, then Peyton, you know, that, that whole, he, he was in the league at that point. I was just like, you know what? I, I've got enough stress being a Tennessee fan, missing stuff by two foot. I just didn't have time for it. So I went with the Colts. So. They had
3: the music city miracle. You remember that play? Mm-hmm. Uh, what, on time? or long, what, long kick and then put
1: mm-hmm. it back across and ran it all the way, 89 yards. Yeah, just kind of weaved in and through, but. I, I don't know. I, I, um, that's, that's always my discussion. But anyway, Eddie George is the new head football coach at Tennessee State University, the, uh, the Tigers of the Valley, Ohio Valley Conference. Uh, the last, last topic on the headlines, and then we'll get to a quick break. Uh, NASCAR got rained out again. Finally finished up the paperclip race at, uh, at Martinsville. Uh, did you guys have a chance to catch that? Again, uh, rained out Saturday night. It was supposed to be a night race, which w- was, was really exciting for me. I love night races. Uh, just by the what it does to the track and the way that the cars kind of flip out and and you know the one thing in the sunshine, then when it gets when it gets dark, it does so much different stuff. But uh, got rained out Saturday night. They pushed it to Sunday, which uh, if you're keeping score, meant Sunday had Tennessee baseball game three against Florida, had the race, and had the Masters final round. It was uh, I was pretty well worthless after about noon on on uh, on Sunday. But uh, did you guys get a chance to catch the race at all?
3: I watched a little bit of it. I mean, I was on the grind at work, but I watched a little bit of it. And I was glad to see uh, Truex Jr. win in. I mean, I think he's a really good racer. I was kind of, you know, I'm on the Chase Elliott fan wagon a little bit. You know, such Jeff Weaver. Yeah, fa- I was gonna say Jeff, Jeff Weaver kind of forced that
1: upon me. You know,
3: <laughs> being an Earnhardt guy, I figured that was the next step. You gotta go with that legacy
1: guy, yeah. but. But I'll say this, you know, a lot of people hate on Martinsville. I'm going to educate a little bit on Martinsville versus, you know, kind of liking it to to watching the Masters. Everybody's like, well, Martinsville's slow. You know, they're going like 70 mile an hour in the corner. It's supposed to be wide open racing. But it's a flat track, and there's 40 of them about six inches apart. You know what I'm saying? Technically, that's more difficult than just Charlotte or Daytona just kicking it, you know, pushing it to the floor and just holding on. So I I, uh, I like Martinsville because I, I, there's a lot of things that if you look, there was a big pile up there uh, in stage three that really kind of changed the dynamic. But uh, yeah, Martin Truex Jr. gets the win. He he honestly, you talk about a guy who who really I don't want to say flies under the radar because I mean he's with Joe Gibbs, so that's that's a pretty big team. But uh, he is led over. I think he's now up around uh, ten thousand two hundred laps or something like wow. that. He's led a blue million miles. And uh, and and for him to get that win, you know, I've only, you know, when 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 you're an Earnhardt guy, who did you not want to win, Chris? As
3: an Earnhardt guy, yeah, um,
1: probably. Wolf well, I mean, Rick, there was a lot of places. Probably
3: Rusty but, Wallace and later on. Jeff, Jeff Gordon, Gordon,
1: yeah, you didn't want Crybaby to win. Rick Rudd, <laughs> Rudd, or a Jeff Bodine yeah. or Jeff Bodine. But in, in today's racing, really. Um, because again, I, I've cooled my jets on Kyle Busch. I've have cooled my jets on a lot of different drivers. Uh, but the only person that I'm like anybody but them, it's really Joey Logano. And so when he when he was not going to win, and it was either I, I think it was it was either uh, maybe Denny Hamlin, Martin Trix Jr. and Chase Elliott. Probably. And Chase Elliott was right there. He yeah. ended up finishing the runner up. I'm like, of course, I want Chase to win, but I'm I'm kind of house money right now. I'm cool with anybody, and of course. Uh, Martin gets a good restart there at the end and, and just kind of drives I away. I think Danny kind of blocked Chase.
3: Uh, Hamlin and Troops are teammates, right? Yes. Okay, so yeah, I, I was thinking that was just, he kind of blocked Ellie a little bit. And gave well, and Ellie was just a chance to
1: jump out to command you know, and lead. Right, and, and unfortunately, and, and I don't know, uh, Carson, if you, you watch much racing at all. Not really. we got to get you in there. we got to get you in there. It's, yeah, it's kind of cool. I've I've been
2: through. You know, I've tried to watch a couple races here and there, and I mean, I'll watch anything sports wise. But I, 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 get sometimes you I, I can't
1: get it. I can't. Yeah, I would love to get. We got to get yeah. you like with a headache from racing fuel. Like really. I feel like you get one of those and you're hooked. I mean, it just it just has that it. He needs to start at a dirt track.
3: Yeah, we we'll take him
1: to like uh, Smoky
3: Mountain.
1: Yeah, 11. I've been there. Take you well. You need to go to NASCAR. We'll get you to Bristol. We'll get you Bristol. But, uh, it's
3: <laughs> legendary trail. Go Darlington.
1: Yeah, go straight yeah. down to Myrtle. Let's go Beach to Five Hundred. Go to Charlotte. At least you can see the whole track oh, there. And you got the Rover now. Yeah, but uh, but anyway, we're gonna, we'll we'll bring you up to speed. But but nonetheless, uh, I thought Martinsville did 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 what they could. You know, got did, lost the night race. Had to compete with the Masters and and of course in this area Tennessee baseball, but. Uh, I liked what I saw. Thought uh, I, I still love the fact that they don't qualify. Uh, I like that they're just kind of off the trailer, go through uh, inspection and see what happens. I, I like that they're doing that. Me too. I think. I mean, I just think it's uh, anybody can turn that thing wide open for a couple laps. But when you uh, you really don't know how the car is going to turn and you just have to deal with it, I, I just. That's a whole other level of, uh, of uh, craftsmanship there. But, uh, but, guys, we've ran through the headlines. And, again, this segment was brought to you by Mortgage Investors Group here in Maryville. Donna Cry and her team, if you need a mortgage working on one or need to uh, to kind of talk to someone about getting that started, give her a call, 865-984-9948, or go online, donnacry.com. Let's take a break. Listen to these great sponsors when we come back. Uh, we're going to jump into Tennessee baseball talk about a team that has won their first four series and now sit in the top 5 in the country top 3 in their conference the top 5 in the in the country excited about that but we'll be back on the flip side you're listening to the Tuesday grind 100.9 fm 8:50 a.m. and streaming at wkvl.com we'll be back you don't want to miss it Are you looking for a place to unwind and relax after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Then slide on over to the party pub at their brand new location in new Midland Plaza in Alcoa. The party pub has loads of space available to enjoy time with friends. Watch that big time fight and catch that big orange game on one of the Cubs 12 big time TV. The party pub's kitchen also has a jam packed menu from pizza to burgers, quesadillas to wings. And believe me, it's all great-tasting food. Call-ins are welcome. Kitchen opens each morning at
6: 7.30.
1: So if you're looking for a one-stop shop for a good time, check out the Party Pub with darts, billiards, and karaoke. The Party Pub has a 7.30 a.m. start time and can't wait to see you. Again, check out their new location in New Midland Plaza, the Party Pub in Alcoa, a Blunt County staple for 50 years and a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a
5: good time. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Tennessee. This message presented by the Tennessee Secondary School Athletic Association and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
6: Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee and want a realtor with the experience and integrity you deserve? Then call Tressa Lee Choir with Realty Executive Associates. The market is hot, and interest rates are still the lowest they have ever been. Take advantage now by calling Tressa at 865-221-5610. That's 865-221-5610. With 10 years of experience in our local area, Tressa LeCroix appreciates all Blount County manufacturing employees and will work to give you the best deal and experience possible. Call Tressa LeCroix with Realty Executive Associates, 865-221-5610. And let Tressa take your real estate dreams from the kitchen table to the closing table.
1: The grind on sports is all about opinions, and we want yours too. If you want to grind it out with us here tonight, give us a call on the grind time hotline, 865-223-8421. Share in the grind and dial 865-223-8421. From Blount County to all of Knoxville, this is WKVL 850 AM and 100.9 FM Maryville, Rocky Top Sports. On Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one stop shop for everything to grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's
6: thegrindonsports.com. The housing market in East Tennessee is booming. Have you found yourself daydreaming of that perfect home or need more space for your growing family? Finding the right mortgage lender is an important first step in making those dreams a reality. Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group of Maribel is your hometown expert with over 20 years in the mortgage industry. Donna can help with all types of mortgages from conventional to VA and everything in between. Having a proven expert like Donna Cry in your corner will give you an edge against the competition. Call Donna Cry at 865-984-9948 today for more information or to get your home buying process started. Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group, where home ownership dreams become a reality.
0: Do you want to hear your business mentioned on this show? We can
1: make that happen. Hit us up on our email. That's wayne at thegrindonsports.com. That's wayne at thegrindonsports.com.
0: We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind. On 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports.
1: And welcome back inside the Party Pub Studios here live from New Midland Plaza. We're grinding it out here on a Tuesday edition. Again, live in Midland Plaza here at the Party Pub. So, if you're out and about hearing us on the radio, swing by, check us out. And you can uh, put in for uh, our little grind time swag pack, a little giveaway. All you got to do is put your name on a ticket, and you could be this week's winner. But uh, joined with, by Carson Crouch and Chris Hipps here on, on this, this show. Guys, uh, next next topics, Tennessee baseball. They, they've been amazing uh, to this point in SEC play. But this point in the season, most wins uh, in the country and uh, most walks in the country. They've, they've done a lot of things to put themselves in a great position uh, for a big time matchup this weekend uh, with the number two team in the country, uh, Vanderbilt, the Commodores, but uh, this next segment, uh, Tennessee baseball, before we get going brought to you by Miss Tressa Lequire, again, of realty executives. Uh, she has honesty, integrity, wants to work for you. Her slogan stands as from the kitchen table to the closing table, but, uh, she can meet you anywhere in between that home buying or selling process. You need a realtor, uh, need uh, need someone to, to kind of help you navigate through this process, this uh, crazy market, give uh, Miss Tressa a call, 865-221-5610. But, uh, Chris, Tennessee baseball, you you had the privilege to go to the Florida Series on Saturday, uh, got afforded the, the grind time press pass uh, to kind of see the baseballs. Um, Anything different than uh, the previous weekend uh, when, when they were, uh, again, trying to trying to make their own way, uh, winning their second series and third series uh, this past weekend, knock off the Gators 1-2 uh, to take that series?
3: Well, I mean, just living here in East Tennessee, I can go ahead and tell you that the Gators are hated in baseball just as much as they are in football and basketball. And I'm pretty play. sure they're hated
1: in, like, badminton. I was say. Like it doesn't matter.
3: <laughs> the fans were incredible at the game I went to. I mean, they made sure the Gators heard it every time they came up to the plate. Um, the r- pitching was incredible. The game Saturday was amazing. Friday was a good game too, but mm. Saturday, you know, Florida jumped out to the early lead with a mammoth home run, and then a couple of uh, un- uncharacteristic uh, miscues by the balls defense. But then uh, I think six in and you just turned around for the balls. You know, they got the bases loaded, a couple of key hits, uh, a double down the line, drove in two more runs. I think they took the lead five to three, and then the bullpen, you know, with Sean Huntley and them guys that's been really, really good for him. This and year. I, I'm just
1: calling that one cap, the stash. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. not sure. I think it's Connell. That yeah. is his last name. But yeah. He's, he's, he's pretty epic.
3: Yeah, he came on. He's actually the player of the game on the
1: uh, was a
3: nine nine one. I think. Yeah, yeah, gave him the player of the game that night because he came in with two strong innings, and uh, but Evan Russell had an incredible catch at the wall, saving a uh, potential home run, and keeping the five four lead for him for the win.
1: So, so Tennessee baseball, Tony Vitello, and, and again, when you when you win those first four series, of course, people's talking about you. This is the highest rank uh, ranking in Tennessee baseball history. Uh, you know, and that's a, that's a big statement for, for a program that has had some college World Series appearances, has had uh, some opportunities to have great players. You know, Ari Dickey, uh, you talk about Luke Hochaver, you talk about uh, Todd Helton, uh, just the names kind of continue to go, but, uh, and uh, Jan Gomes, there's another one that's a World Series champion. But uh, you, you talk about Tony Vitello and what he's brought to Tennessee baseball. You know, this has been a program marred, and this is the guy. Sounds very similar to Tennessee football, right? But uh, this is the guy, Todd Raleigh's the guy, and then all of a sudden Dave Serrano's the guy, and all and over the years, great recruiting turned into those guys going to the league, and it just didn't pan out. But Tony Vitello in just a, a quick three years has done done work on the hill, made Tennessee baseball relative again, and then really, uh, in in really, what what is a way to buy your way or not necessarily buy your way, but work your way into the hearts of Tennessee fans, as he said. I don't need a big raise. Give me facilities. Let me make this thing work. And Tennessee fans are all in. Like I, I think you talk about Tennessee baseball. What, what was the? I want to say we looked up ticket prices for for the Vandy series a couple of weeks ago. Two hundred and
3: twenty-five dollars. I
1: mean, it's it's yeah. like two and a quarter. I
3: mean, not just that. I mean, you look at. Say Arkansas the week after is around one hundred and
2: fifty. Well, that one's the number one team in the nation. Yeah, but I'm yeah. saying one hundred
3: and fifty dollars. I mean, who would have thought Arkansas? Two, would have
1: two, three years ago, let's go pre-Vitello era, maybe even his first year. You, you could go up against Kentucky or whoever it was, who is a national ranked team, will have major league baseball players in that in that crew. You get in there for 50 well, you get $10. in there. No, you get in there for like six. General yeah, mission be like six. Yeah, bucks. general
3: mission. You go about ten dollars for SEC matchups. I mean, oh my god,
1: and it wouldn't even be
3: full. Now, I don't want to say it's because of COVID. I mean, COVID just you know it hurt the tickets. Like I said, I think they only were allowed to sell a thousand season tickets, but the so supply and demand's there also. But the yeah, excitement—you're uh, not going to find many opposing players. Minus the I think they sell maybe a hundred and fifty opposing team tickets, family yes. tickets, but. The other 800 people when there's all vols and like i said they're going to make sure whoever's in that opposing
1: dugout's going to hear
3: them all game long.
1: Yeah, yeah i thought it was funny. A, a couple of weeks ago LSU's coach really really gave Tennessee <laughs> kind of a bad rap basically saying that we were we were too aggressive and that our fan base was kind of rude. And i'm like, you know, and i'm not i'm soft. Yeah. Two
3: of his players were that i forget the one guy struck out three times. Travis, I know you're probably listening. He's a big LSU guy. But we were talking about that one day, and, you know, he's a good player. He had, like, eight home runs. But, you know, they said Tennessee the fans got in his head that day, and he just oh for 4, I think, three strikeouts. And, yep. you know, it's just one of those things, you, if you're wanting to make it to the league, you
2: got to get used to the heckling, especially. Oh, yeah. Oh, remember right if you see Bryce Harper and uh, that fan that kept videoing him, and right. Cotton saying he'll never be better than Acuna, never be better I than Acuna, and he hit a
1: home run the next the next thing, but so and the thing is, if yeah, eight hundred Tennessee fans get under your skin, then you, you go to the league and you got about 20,000, oh, yeah. 20, yeah, you need to you need to kind of toughen up. But uh, but I'll I'll say this, uh, you know, Tennessee baseball, it's it's just been it's been a swag brought back to a program that you know I think I think at times over the last decade or so has had uh, series where we look good, maybe pre-SEC play where we look pretty good, but this is a team that's won four series in a row to open SEC play first time it's happened since 1970 they're leading the nation like I said in wins in walks they're opportunistic when they've got runners in scoring position now granted just like most people in baseball there's other people on the other side that are good too we strand a lot of guys right but to me you know you got to have them on to score them yeah you got to have them on base to be able to bring them on in so I, I I think we're it's a fun team to watch and I'm excited to see what this weekend looks well,
3: like I listened to the Tony Vettel um after-show conversation he had, and you can just tell the excitement he had. He said, at times I'm trying to catch myself and tell myself (laughs) to calm down, and then I look at all my players over here jumping up and down, smacking a pad, and he said, it's hard not to get excited. He said, you know, I have to look at professional, but I'm just a big kid enjoying them, watching them enjoy
1: this season. Well, the thing is, he is young. I think that's a dynamic that keeps them kind of motivated because I'm not going to say that he's still playing shape, but this is a guy who... who who doesn't take necessarily probably kindly to people under uh, no effort, you know, low effort right. kind of guys. So I- I'm excited for what that looks like. But they're playing here tonight. Chris has got it queued up on uh, on his little phone here. Uh, not necessarily what we were hoping for against uh, Western Carolina. Yeah, it like Western Carolina jumped out to a
3: 3-1 lead, but it's only a second hand. And uh, I think, if I recall correctly, the pitcher today is a freshman, true freshman, Um not Tidwell, I mean
1: Tidwell's a stuff. He kept yeah. up
3: with it. Tidwell's I think what five and two on the season, mm-hmm. like two thirty ERA for a true freshman. That's just incredible yeah. itself. Especially yeah. going up against as a he's considered the number three. So he's usually going up against elite SEC pitching. It ain't like he's going up against their last man rotation. Did,
1: did you see where uh, where Sunday and again Tennessee drops the closing game to the to the Gators and to keep the sweep away? But uh, did you see that was the first loss of the season? The first loss of the season on Sunday.
5: Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah.
1: I mean, you look at
2: the uh, SEC, who they're playing against. I mean, SEC play is probably the best conference in baseball. I mean, you look at five, I think five are top top uh, ten teams. I mean, you look at Arkansas Arkansas being one, Vanderbilt being two, um, Mississippi State four, Tennessee. I mean, Tennessee's five and Ole Miss is six. Florida's in the top twenty five along with LSU Vanderb- Vanderbilt, like I already said. South Carolina's eleven. I mean the, the play they're playing against is pretty difficult. And they're some of these three game series, you know, two one wins out of the series, some they're sweeping. So I think it's pretty impressive the way they're playing too. And I think that brings a lot of excitement to the team like we were talking about. I ago. knew Travis was gonna be listening.
3: He said it was uh Kay Dolphy and Dylan Cruz and like I said, We were talking about it for a while during the game, and Dylan Cruz is considered one of the top 20 picks in this year's MLB draft coming up. I mean, he's incredible. But, like I said, to get to that kind of mindset that you're allowing heckling from the fans (laughs) to get to you was absurd. I mean, here's the
1: thing. It's one thing to say it in the locker room like, man, those guys were just obnoxious, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But to literally get on a radio show the next week and kind of whine about it, it's because it's because they lost. Uh, oh, they didn't win a game in the game Well, team series, like, like I like I told Laura, I said, you know how you shut hecklers up? Hit the ball, yeah. win. You know, do things that that's going to get us to be quiet. But but nonetheless, uh, I've I've heard SEC baseball is is uh, is likened to that. that there, you know, you could you could comp. It's a comparable uh, comparison uh, to put SEC baseball against some minor league teams. Like it's yeah. it's literally to that level. There's that much MLB talent. In this league, and for Tennessee to really be going toe to toe, it just it speaks to what Coach Battelle is doing. But honestly, uh, some of these guys were, were there. I mean, you look at the senior class. This still isn't his senior class. Yeah. This is uh, these are some guys that uh, that Coach Serrano brought here. Some guys that wanted to be here, and ultimately, guys that had a year taken away for COVID uh, could could have been looking at maybe two opportunities to have a great season. I think that was
3: another thing I remember Tony Battelle talking about in the last. Uh, uh, follow-up conference that he had. You know, it was talking about the players they did lose last year, the ones that didn't return, the ones that went to the minor league and yeah. signed the contract. Good players, yeah. But he said, you know, we're a young team, but I have a lot of talent on this team. There are guys that I trust, guys I went and recruited. He said I, I these are guys I want. They're they're I think he called them dogs. He said this the type of dogs you Got want Got them Jawan innings yeah. out there. They're gonna they're gonna fight, they're not gonna give up. I mean there's, pl- there's plenty of games they've been down and they just come back and fight and win the well,
1: game. What do you think about Liam Spence? Like I I can't count on one hand how many games he's he's not been on. Like he's just an on base machine. He's incredible. Max Ferguson. I
3: mean, he's he's an incredible uh Who's that, who's that, top, Beck, that a,
1: Beck kid uh John Beck. Yeah.
3: He, I mean, he just knows how to get there.
1: Yeah.
3: Let's see. Uh, I mean, you got know, to go with Lipkiss Lipkis is always has that timely hit.
1: Oh, yeah. When Jake Rucker. Jake Rucker's, Jake Rucker's a monster. Been,
3: and then you look at it, you go all the way down to the eighth hole, which was Evan Russell's. You know, he was had struggles at the beginning of the year, but he's turned it on. Like I said, he's just not at the plate. He's been making incredible plays out the outfield, in left field and right field. I mean, Mitchell uh-huh. said he's just been that guy. You just plug him in wherever you want and he'll make plays for you on defense.
1: Uh, uh Carson, just uh FYI on the Facebook live, you got a little uh hey Carson. Hello. <laughs> uh, From Miss uh Miss Cindy. Yeah.
2: Cindy Arnold. Uh, hello. Uh we like to I like to call her Nana. That's my Nana right there. She's so you uh, probably don't one of the biggest fans. Much. Yeah. Never. Probably not. We're and good. uh We're yeah, good. she's a big fan of the show, so happy she's listening today. Hey, oh, glad yeah. to have you back!
3: One more thing, I just want to say happy birthday to Travis. Is it Travis's yes. birthday? I think it's his twenty-first, maybe, maybe a little bit older, but we'll just say twenty-one to make him sound good. Well,
1: tell him we had a radio show for his birthday. <laughs> like, happy birthday, Travis, man! Hey, uh, twenty-one—that's—that's that's been a minute ago for me. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while, but I feel like grown a little bit, though. I mean, yeah. the wrong direction, maybe, like outwardly, but uh, nonetheless, but. Uh, but guys, Tennessee baseball, like I said, it's worth a topic. I-, I couldn't tell you in my adulthood when the last time that happened. Uh, so I- I'm excited, living in the moment a little bit. You know, I think some people, you know, on, on social media want to beat up Tennessee fans and say, "Oh, look, they're just clinging to anything." Here's the deal: bring anybody. You know, I think uh, I think it might have been Jake Rucker, might have been Lipsius that said this a few weeks ago. He said a couple years ago, LSU comes to town, Florida comes to town. Vandy, Kentucky, there's there's a little starstruck, oh, Lord, we're playing Vandy, we're playing Kentucky, we're playing whatever. Now it's like nobody blinks. They pick up their ball, they pick up their glove, and it's game time. Let's, let's rock and roll. And that swagger, that, uh, that's that been missing from the athletic department uh, since probably the most recent or even even glimpse of it, sniff of it, was, uh, was Admiral and Grant on the basketball court but it hasn't been in Tennessee baseball since since probably the mid-2000s. Yeah, and I think like we were
3: saying, I mean, you, you can just see the electric in the fan right. base right now. You know, there's something to look forward to. And I got there 30 minutes early for the game, and it was already packed. Just to tell you, like, no seats were really available. There's people waiting to get in the line. And, of course, there's signs everywhere saying sold out. But there's people trying
1: to, you know, buy tickets. See right what happens. And, yeah. yeah. Hey, I, I'm, I'm all about it. I'm hoping to, to get some uh, some some opportunity to cover this weekend's series against Vanderbilt. Again, already got the request in, but excited uh, to see if that, that kind of comes to be. But uh, uh, what's a, got a score update? Anything going on? Uh, 2-3-1 is in the
3: bottom. of the second, about to start with uh, Tennessee coming off the bat.
1: Well, uh, again, wish them the best tonight. But, again, midweek games kind of set you up for the weekend. I think this game could, especially being down early, uh, that could be some adversity to see if some of your young guys can dig you out of a hole because I think you, you still gotta you, you want to play your game you want you want to play every game to win but I don't think you want to go in light uh, against Vanderbilt so you want to keep all the big arms ready, keep everything going and then uh, of course get back uh, and uh, and try to have a great weekend I think uh, of course early early projections because it's still uh just Tuesday but weather should be pretty good this weekend excited about that yeah, it looks like it do you got?
2: It's raining right now at the. Is
1: it? Yeah, they, yeah. They said like a little bit that, of showers
2: tonight West yeah.
1: Carolina. Is that on the? Uh, is that on ESPN? ESPN. That is That uh, is. They're rocking yeah, the Smoky Grays. Are they? Yeah, you seen those on
2: the baseball side? Oh, I do see them. I didn't know baseball was doing the Smoky Gray. Yeah, I love
1: their pinstripe
2: orange
3: white. They, they
1: really like all their uni combos. What cool. if oh, what they if they Tennessee basketball, like basketball did Smoky Gray? Yeah. Huh? What if basketball did Smoky Gray? I uh, actually went to the first time they wore the Adidas Smoky Grays when they rocked. Uh, I mean, it, they pretty much stole Florida's lunch money. <laughs> I sat like three rows from the top. That's, that's a terrible. good team to steal it from. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But in the Smoky Grays, they trail three to one right now to Western Carolina. A uh, little, little uh, contest here. Carson, can you name Western Carolina's uh, mascot?
2: Uh, it's, a, it's like a Monomount
1: uh or, or a
2: cat uh wait no 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 a cat amount
1: hey yeah like i feel like that's half now where's western carolina
2: because you like it was to a, it was like a then it's then like a ready. gray it's like a gray cat looking thing sure enough. and it has big like west wcu western carolina they're also in the ohio valley i believe where you know are they what? located uh well they're western north carolina <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i was waiting for him to go well duh western carolina <laughs> yeah uh, you know what their colors are?
2: All around. Purple, purple, gray, and gold. All
1: around. Or no, 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 just purple and gray, I believe, right? It's purple and gray. I think they're, they're purple and like a white, like a off-white, but it uh, looks like Tennessee just went and yard. You no, know,
2: guys, I'm not looking at the film at all. I just
1: happen to know that. That's yeah, it's your film. boy,
2: Liam so. Spence, I think. It was Liam the, Spence, was yeah. That's shot right there. They're actually the color of uh,
1: Colorado Rockies, I believe. Yeah, Chris is. Uh, I always give him a hard time. I'm like, you're a Rockies fan. I, well, I mean, I'm a you. White Sox fan, so. Well, he's really not a Rockies fan. Oh. He just has some really comfortable Rockies shirts. Yeah, man. <laughs> I've seen like three different
2: Colorado
3: Rockies I shirts, really?
1: so I, I was in your boat, too. I assume he was a. It must be my second like, team. I'm, I'm a Braves fan, but. but How oh, are you? I would say, um, see, I've got the joke of uh, the Braves are my National League team and the Yankees are my American League team. Mm-hmm. It, you kind of don't have. I don't know. For you. I've
2: I, ever since I've went to the White Sox team, I've loved the atmosphere there. Um, love the
1: team this year. He, he. You like them so much. Your socks are even white. That's love like the colors. That's my normal colors. I usually wear is black and white. It's interesting, ah. interesting. But and, hey,
2: I mean, decent, decent year so far. We're struggling a little bit. I think two, two wins so far. But hey, season, season, season
3: just bro. getting what started. What if I say I was a Todd Heldon fan? That's why I'll...
1: I'm for it. I'm for it. <laughs> hey, orange glasses can come out at there any moment, buddy. But uh, you know what? It's something that can come out at any moment, a break. to so listen to these fine sponsors. Again, this segment brought to you by Miss Tressa Lequire with Realty Executives. If you are in that home buying or selling process, give Miss Tressa Lequire a call. Honesty, integrity, and wants to work for you. From the kitchen table to the closing table, 865-221-5610 is the number, and you won't be disappointed. Tressa, Tressa, Tressa. she is truthful and uh, wants to work for you, 865 221 Fifty-six Let's take a break. Listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, we're going to flip gears a little bit. We're going to talk Major League Baseball. Again, preview, review, and uh, again, where the standings sit right now. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to The Grind live from the Party Pub. Are you looking for a place to unwind and relax after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Then slide on over to the party pub at their brand new location in new Midland Plaza in Alcoa. The party pub has loads of space available to enjoy time with friends. Watch that big time fight and catch that big orange game on one of the pubs. 12 big time TV. The party pubs kitchen also has a jam packed menu from pizza to burgers, quesadillas to wings. And believe me, It's all great tasting food. Call-ins are welcome. Kitchen opens each morning at 7.30. So if you're looking for a one-stop shop for a good time, check out the Party Pub with darts, billiards, and karaoke. The Party Pub has a 7.30 a.m. start time and can't wait to see you. Again, check out their new location in New Midland Plaza, the Party Pub in Alcoa, a Blount County staple for 50 years and a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time.
5: I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Tennessee. This message presented by the Tennessee Secondary School Athletic Association and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
6: Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee and want a realtor with the experience and integrity you deserve? Then call Tressa Lee Plyer with Realty Executive Associates. The market is hot, and interest rates are still the lowest they have ever been. Take advantage now by calling Tressa Leequire 865-221-5610. That's 865-221-5610. With 10 years of experience in our local area, Tressa LeCroix appreciates all Blount County manufacturing employees and will work to get you the best deal and experience possible. Call Tressa LeCroix with Realty Executive Associates, 865-221-5610. And let Tressa take your real estate dreams from the kitchen table to the closing table.
1: The grind on sports is all about opinions, and we want yours too. If you want to grind it out with us here tonight, give us a call on the Grind Time Hotline, 865-223-8421. Share in the grind and dial 865-223-8421. From Blount County to all of Knoxville, this is WKVL 850 AM and 100.9 FM Mariville Rocky Top Sports. on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything to grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's
6: thegrindonsports.com. The housing market in East Tennessee is booming. Have you found yourself daydreaming of that perfect home or need more space for your growing family? Finding the right mortgage lender is an important first step in making those dreams a reality. Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group of Maryville is your hometown expert with over 20 years in the mortgage industry. Donna can help with all types of mortgages from conventional to VA and everything in between. Having a proven expert like Donna Cry in your corner will give you an edge against the competition. Call Donna Cry at 865-984-9948 today for more information or to get your home buying process started. Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group, where home ownership dreams become a reality.
0: Do you want to hear your business mentioned on this show?
6: We
1: can make that happen. Hit us up on our email. That's wayne at thegrindonsports.com. That's wayne at thegrindonsports.com.
0: We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind. On 100.9 FM, 850 AM. Rocky Top Sports.
1: And welcome back to the Tuesday edition of The Grind here live from the Party Pub here in New Midland Plaza. Again, where you can come down check us out. Have a chance to win a Grand Swag Pack here. We'll be here till 7. We'll draw about 655, so come check us out. Again, in New Midland Plaza. So if you're riding around, stop by, check us out. Uh, But this next segment, we're going to talk Major League Baseball, a little review, preview, probably a little gripe session about the Braves, uh, a little no-call, little video footage proves otherwise situation. Uh, But talk a little bit about the White Sox, talk a little bit about – Carson own during the break found some more yeah, wins so, for the White Sox. The White Sox, I was a little wrong there on
2: the uh, on the record, just a touch wrong. I, I White Sox are 5 and 5. I don't know what I was thinking about. I think I was thinking I feel like that. think second. I was thinking of the Nationals cuz for some reason I had watched them last night and they are 2 and 5, so I said 2 and 5 for yeah. the Sox, which is Come 5 on, and 5. man. Come on man, It's a good word. But White Sox
1: doing all right.
2: Doing all right. Second Second in the division.
1: You got you guys want to start in the American League or National
3: League. Let's go ahead. We we, we can get to the brave stuff later. Let's go American. League. So American. Let's do it. Let's
1: so do American. It. So the ALEs right now. The Red Sox kind of out of the gate, kind of a little warm. Seven and three uh, to start the season. The weird thing is they're like three and three at home, but four and zero oh on the road. Uh, Red Sox for whatever reason making hay on, on the road. Yankees sit at five and five. As do the Tampa Bay Rays. Orioles four and five, Blue Jays four and six. I still think this is very much a Yankees division, uh, but at the same rate, uh, Red Sox doing work here early in the season. Uh, You know, the Yankees they got that payroll. Uh, They don't have that payroll anymore. They
3: buy their players, but the Red Sox are just having a budget field right now. You know, after what all they gave up, you know, trades the last couple years, they went younger, and I
2: think you know
3: they're having an incredible season to start off
2: austin has got a good player in jd martinez i mean that is 45 ain't bad ain't now bad all five that. home runs already i mean in a uh season where they are seven and three so you just have to think about it that way blue jays might not be playing the best i think maybe because they're playing in a minor league um field in florida kind of a different turn there go from really cold in
1: canada <sighs> to really warm in florida well, you know, there's, <laughs> worse, there's worse things to that do. That is well, true, Colorado. Colorado you snowing. I mean, eight
2: minus what you should have missed them up there. I feel
1: like they would have had a better opportunity because, you know, the, the air's a little thinner up there. They can just, <laughs> just hit them out every chance they get. Yeah. But uh, I'll say this, you know, I, I'm a I'm partial Yankees fan, so of course I'm interested in them kind of turning the corner here. But uh, I, I think, you know, a team to watch for, and, and they're just a team that, that does a lot with a little payroll, is the Tampa Bay Rays? I, I think they've uh, they've got a team that is is just really, really uh, uh, a strong ball club. And when it comes down to it, they're going to be there in the end. So uh, whatever it looks like right now, or even through the dog days of summer, uh, watch out for those Tampa Bay Rays. They got a fun stadium down there. Tropicana Field. Oh yeah it's it's Thank got you. it's got almost more stuff going on non-baseball uh, than it and does and baseball. baseball. Yeah. I mean, I like the little aquarium they
3: got. They got a big spot awesome. over there in the pool area. You know, they got a bunch of uh, bobbleheads, kind of like the Florida Marlins series, or a set they have at the, their stadium. You know, it has a lot. Uh, of course, it's over in St. Pete, not Tampa Bay, but, you know, it's close
1: enough. Yeah, sure. Yeah, St. Tampa, Saint Pete. St. Pete.
4: Tampa
3: something. Bay.
1: But uh, uh, just a little shout. I got a little message from, uh, from Robert Boone. Again, Booner, as the, as the show is is kind of set, uh, said his daughter Olivia Boone uh, won first place in the one ten high hurdles at a track meet tonight uh, that had Heritage, William Blunt, uh, South Oil, Bearden, and Knox Christian Academy uh, in in the in the track meet. Wow! Congratulations! That's pretty cool. To her. That's pretty cool. But uh, so anyway, back to baseball. A uh, little congratulations there. Uh, but uh i i like i like tampa bay just because uh, they're kind of the budget build you know they're they're the guys that uh they really want to play baseball want to do certain things and uh you know they're getting it done yeah i agree i mean
2: some of the times you just see these teams start off early at the start of the season after you know a covid year getting back into things the teams like you said that new york might have a little bit more of those higher paid players might not be ready to play. Might not be ready to get going yet. As it just takes a little bit. It's a long season to go, and uh, to see something like that. I mean, the team's got playing well right now. They could. They could transform into that the rest of the season. I think.
3: Oh, I call them the Bronx Bombers because they either hit home runs or they strike out. <laughs> hey, I mean,
1: they're like they're like Kyle <laughs> Bush, record checker. It go. don't matter. It don't matter. But uh, AL Central. This is where, oh yeah. Here, here we right, go, baby. Fox Let's get goes. started with that. The Indians. Currently sit atop the AL Central, five and four. Uh, they're four and one at home, one and three on the road. Kind of a uh, little home bodies, if you will. White Sox sit at five and five, rolling the five hundred record. Uh, they're two and one at home, three and four on the road. So a little different dynamic there for them. The Royals sit at four and four. Twins at five and five, uh, and then Tigers at four and six. Tigers had a scare there as uh, Cabrera. Uh, went down, kind of thought they had lost him for for basically the season, but looks like uh, looks like it's not going to be as 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 dire straits as it as it once was. But uh, your White Sox uh, battling here early. You, you like they what they've are, got, yeah. or is this uh, is this typical uh, little little early love and then uh, kind
2: of spread her out? I think we got a solid team. I think you know, we have some hitters, and Eaton's hitting three home runs so far. Uh, Mercedes, our best player in my opinion on our team, is batting five hundred right now. Uh, So I think our team is well-rounded. Not only are we good with hitting, I think we're good on the field as well. It's good, like a baseball. It is. It's a well-rounded baseball team that I think could travel far. Last year, they proved themselves kind of being a surprise team, had a decent record, you know, COVID hit, obviously. But so far, they had had a decent record. So I think starting off right now, an average record, I think it's only going to go up from here. Go White Sox, for sure.
1: Go Sox. What, What do you think about the Central, Chris? I mean, I,
2: I think they
1: have a lot of
3: good teams. Uh, I like the Minnesota Twins. I think they're um, going to get better as the season goes along. Uh, I know they had a they, uh, what postponed their game yesterday because of all that stuff going on up there. Yeah, uh, can't go wrong with the Royals. I mean, they you know what, two or three years just short of being in a in the championship.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, that, that's a. It's funny the the parody in baseball has really kind of exploded the last few years and got a lot of different teams kind of in the mix, you know, Tampa Bay for a long time was kind of a, I mean, for lack of a better phrase, they kind of doormatted the major leagues. And then they've they've all of a sudden kind of rose up and was able to do some things, basically Joe Madden era forward. Uh, But, uh, you you know, just continue to get different teams out there. The Brewers have their their times when used to, I mean, that was just a game you you kind of threw away here and there. Uh, Just breaking news, just five minutes ago, uh, Blue Jays Hernandez test positive for COVID out at least 10 days. That's huge for the Blue Jays.
3: That's a tough one. I think I saw another player just got tested positive also for the Cubs. Yeah, really. It's going through their locker rooms right now.
1: Yeah, the, the Canadians are going, I told you they couldn't come up here. We
2: ain't doing that up
1: here, guys. Yeah, they hadn't
2: gotten it yet, I guess. Chicago, though,
1: six. are I mean, Hey, you're, you gotta give your mom a shout out. You gotta Just
2: give it. my mom a shout out too. Listening every week. What I mean, we have these supporters. How about that? All these well, supporters I, out here.
1: I love that you include me in that. that Carson has supporters. Carson has, has got watchers in this deal. I appreciate everybody. Yeah, I,
2: I think I think they're here for all of us. We're putting on a good show. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, so thanks everybody for watching. For that White Sox stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> you're a Yankee. I, I think we could go with more White Sox fans in here than maybe Yankees. Yeah, I feel like that's Chris. Time. Let's ask Chris. We, we who would time. you rather go for, Chris? The Yankees or White Sox? Go ahead and shoot.
3: I mean, being a Braves fan, I've never liked the Yankees just because of all the
2: World yeah. Series losses. Yeah, it makes, them, sense. So. makes sense. I don't, yeah.
3: I, don't, I don't I can't I can't see a parody where you could like the Braves or the Yankees at the same time. Yeah. You're I mean, looking so. at him. You're <laughs> looking at him. Hey,
1: they're in different He's a wild card. <laughs> they're in different divisions. Uh anyway, uh, thanks to all those that listen, Travis Graham listening in again, birthday boy, right? Yep. Uh Greg Thompson uh, listening in, and uh, and your mom, Miss uh listening in. So uh, thanks to all of yes. those uh, doing that for us. But uh, uh, again, Major League Baseball is, is very fickle, and it's one of those that uh, that just keeps giving uh, giving us something to talk about. Um, really, really excited uh, about baseball. But then then look at the uh, last division. In the American League, just in this list, not necessarily in rankings. Uh, the AL West, the uh, the Angels, uh, seven and three on the season, four and two at home, three and one on the road. The trash can banging Astros, six and four on the season. Seattle Mariners, five and four. Athletics, four and seven. And the Texas Rangers, the Mister. We don't give a dang. We're going to load the the stadium up. Three and seven on the season. Two and four at home. One and three on the road. Uh, I like the Angels being in front right here. I don't know how long it's going to last because I think they're uh, they're a uh, they're a house built on stilts. Uh, and what I mean by that is, is you got Mike Trout and a lot of other guys. <laughs> I, I don't think I can name another Angel on on their team. Can yeah, is, more? That's, a, uh, that's tough without man. Google. No Google. No course.
2: Google or ESPN. i couldn't do it. Yeah, I couldn't right. even tell you who their coach is, just to be honest with you. Oh man,
1: that's it yeah, that is I mean, kind of sad. Out like
2: Mike Trout. I mean, they still got
3: Albert Puhl. Like they
1: could literally change their name to the Fighting Trouts, and I'd probably buy a jersey.
3: Quicker.
2: <laughs>
1: I mean, he's been there so long. Yeah. Well, he he had the opportunity to to kind of Bryce Harper it up and go look for some money. and He, he
2: did, it. but hey, he likes he likes being the second team in LA. I mean, I there. It out a there. little
1: less pressure. I mean, a little less
2: pressure, though. It is. I mean, it's Roger, actually Joe Madden. Dodgers have an all star team this year, so we'll get to that in a minute. Did you know that? Did you know
1: that?
2: What? Joe Madden is the coach of the Angels. I think I knew that,
1: but I didn't know that.
2: You know, there's so many teams, you just don't really know what to keep up with. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. Uh, again, uh, this segment, of Major League Baseball brought to you by Smoky Mountain Axe House. Uh, family owned and operated, Tim Fry, a veteran, a member of Mission 22, dedicated to healing American veterans. Uh, give them a call to set up your family event, 865 5872. Follow them on Facebook or check them out online, smokymountainaxe.com.
3: I was to say, I know one more angel player, and if I didn't say it, Hank, the Japanese guy I work with, would be really mad at me, and that's Showtime, Shoshan Otani. The, mm. the big Japanese guy that's a pitcher I and, do, yes. and a hitter. I think he was first, Did first you guys- in major league at threw a 100-plus mile-per-hour ball and then hit a home run that was at like 119-mile-per-hour right. exit velocity.
2: Yeah. Did you guys catch out that Braves game last night, Braves and Marlins? Last night? A little bit. A little bit. Did we you see the about, end? Yeah, we you don't see. talk about losses. Well, I, I was going to talk about the pitching that the Marlins had there at the end. They shut that guy out. I don't I don't remember his name. Did you see that his, his pitch? No. No. <sighs> He started pitching and the people that live could see this, but you know, he had every pitcher has their own unique way of pitching the ball. Delivery. And it was like it was like a underhand kind of curveball that he was cool. throwing. Uh, I don't Anyways, he wasn't doing it for the Marlins so they pulled him, but he got a talking to Acuna, stepped up to the plate, they pulled him, subbed in I think his I can't remember his last name, but came in and ended up closing the game out so that out. guy. The guy that was pitching a little weird didn't do it for him. Let's just say that. But the guy, Summary. the uh, <laughs> closing pitcher, did. So. so, so old Noodle Arm
1: didn't get it. Done you get, I'll show you. I will show it.
2: you. I'll show you what
1: he he was. He was funny. I, I think. I think Carson's really wanting us to get to the National League. <laughs> He's talking about Noodle Arm. Well, I know.
2: I know you are. Uh, you're wanting to talk about them Braves.
1: So let me flip around, put the Yankees hat down, pick up the Braves hat. We're in the National League now. Uh, in the NL East, which, in, in my opinion, may be one of the more uh, uh, competitive divisions in baseball. Uh, the Phillies lead the the division right now, six and three. Uh, the Braves right there behind them at four and six. The Mets have had a little stutter step to get off the pace. They're at two and three. Marlins three and six. Nationals at two and five. Maybe uh, one of the more struggling teams in Major League Baseball. But uh, what about the, the? I feel like this is a Phillies Braves uh, division. Obviously, they they've locked horns already a couple times this season. And uh, and I don't want to say split because I still think Philly early on had the advantage, but I think the Braves learned a lot in those series, and they've uh, they've kind of come out of those series playing playing pretty good baseball. Yeah, I mean Philly's had a, an incredible pitching staff, I've got a, we, we incredible that. roster. Yeah, that's
3: fair. the roster's really good, but you know their pitching staff in that first series was the difference maker. I think they only gave up two runs to the Braves the entire three games and
1: played each other. I mean, when you got Joe Girardi as a manager, I mean where, uh, where do he win a World Series that uh, Probably Boston. With I the know. Yankees. But I'm uh,
3: not talking about that. And, and, <laughs> you know, I would say Phillies and Braves have been the biggest, you know, uh, rivals in baseball here recently. And I think Nationals have been in there. But I think the Phillies are the biggest rival for the Braves. And did you see the thing with the Freddie Freeman home run the other night? Is it the whole swapping the, the so, ball and so whatnot? The Phillies young guy got the ball out of the bullpen. The bullpen player tossed it up to him. So he ran it up, I think, like four stairs behind him and handed it to a smaller Freddie Freeman, Brady fan. Right. So the very next game, they were at the game again, and Freeman invited him and his dad down there live, you know, at batting practice and all that. And Freeman gave him an autograph ball. But it wasn't just Freddie Freeman's autograph. It had Bryce Harper's autograph on it and gave it to the Phillies fan, you know. And what he did was incredible act, of kindness.
2: Yeah. You know, and I – Freddie I mean,
3: Freeman's like,
2: like he's a cool well, dude. You look at him and you're like, man, I want to shake that hand. That's, guy's that's
3: what I'm saying. You know, even though that kid's probably a Philly fan, grew up a Philly fan because of his dad, I mean, he's going to be a Freddie Freeman fan just because of his actions.
1: Uh, I, yeah. That's that's the love of the game right there. When well, you look, uh, this, this past week, a, a lot of the accolades that came off of last season uh, got, got kind of distributed to the Braves there in this series. They're, they're rocking the throwback unis, which I'm kind of a fan yeah. of. I'll be honest. You, you, you want to know the the sole reason why I'm a big fan of the throwbacks? Why? Wow. Because the A doesn't look like Alabama's A. Yeah, okay. Like that's straight up. Like I love them just for that fact. I like the feather on the arm. Uh, it's 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 a clean look. But ultimately, it comes down to the A doesn't remind me of Alabama. I mean,
3: I, I would. That's fair, right? The, uh, that's fair. I mean, that's I
1: would. I don't want anything to do with Alabama. So that makes sense. To you two, so see, look, we're agree. I'm like New York hat. Braves hat. I've got several really cool looking Yankees hats, but but anyway, anyway, uh, let, let's go ahead and, and uh, talk about the elephant in the room. No uh, Alabama joke intended. Uh, what about this uh, home plate call the other night, oh, where I don't think the cat still touched home plate. I <laughs> look. Chris is like in solace because he's like, I'm not.
3: Well, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm not say a customer. I got my Elena Braves glasses on, and I'm I'm. With like 99.9% of the U.S. that says that was an out. I mean, every angle you look at it, even it was an out. I mean, I don't see how. I could see the call on the field. <laughs> he doesn't I was call back, know, did he, he mean to do that? I <laughs> mean, I could understand it was a bang-bang plane. It looked right. like. He but that's touched. why you have video
4: review, <laughs> right? right? But you well, look
3: at it from all four angles, and you see his foot never touch the ground until after he's passed the plate. By at least probably about a foot.
1: Like, I just feel like, and this tells you how blatant of a call it is, an SEC football official would have got that right.
2: Well, here's the thing. It didn't <laughs> just make the news for MLB-wise. It made national sports news. I was watching a Warriors and Nuggets game last night, and they had talked about because the refs were reviewing a play in the NBA. And they had said, I hope they do a better job than the uh, umps did there at the uh, Braves game that, last night. And, and I was like, I was dying laughing. It's, <laughs> it's now a stereotype. It's, it's legit. Well, if they can't call a call, might as well put machines in there as umpires. That's I mean, people even are, it people was Helen saying.
3: Keller tweeted it was about, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it was that obvious. It, it was bad. It was it bad. But I mean.
1: I've got all kinds of jokes. Like I'll be like, "No,
3: here we go." And, get. and you, you know the conspiracy. There's a big conspiracy theories now that because you know where the play gets called in from. Any replay official goes where? New York to New York. Mm, New York oh. officials have you know all these connections with politics, and then all the stuff that just went down with Georgia a couple weeks Which ago. Is stupid how they're
2: not numbers. So there. now
3: somebody, you know, there's a whole conspiracy that it, it was out against Atlanta that call got made. Politically, because it was Atlanta and Georgia. Mm. I mean, I don't understand all that. I'm just here
2: so I won't get fined. <laughs> I don't know. It's a conspiracy theory, but it's actually, I mean, after all that's happened, I mean, with yeah. taking the All-Star game away from Atlanta <laughs> and moving it to somewhere, I'm sorry, Colorado Rockies. I mean, hey, whoa, Colorado. Like, even, Pete,
1: even Pete Rose is looking up going, come on, guys.
2: I mean, it would have been insane. They've been great. The Braves knew. Field and and tr- was truest truest oh. park. It looks like,
1: is that right? Truest. Yeah. It was
2: Trust. Sun. It was yeah. the old one was Suntrust, right? Yeah. Well, SunTrust I think it still and is BB&T.
1: Suntrust. No, it's
2: it's
1: truest park. What I'm saying isn't. I thought. It was Truist, I thought it was Suntrust.
2: Yeah. SunTrust. Yeah. yeah, Suntrust
3: and BB&T merged, and that's their. And now their name Truist. is Truest.
1: Yeah, a combination of them.
2: <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> I don't know how they got it. I don't either. That just blew my mind. I'd, but um,
5: it just happened.
2: But, I mean, it would have been great to have it there. It's I went to – I've been to – I'm sure – have you guys been to the new
5: – You I haven't done. been.
2: It's a good atmosphere outside of it. I think it's been great to have an all-star. And here we go. Politics has to affect everything sports does now. So, taking that away. And, That's why you come listen to this show. It's all and move it to the Rockies, baby. Let's just go to Colorado. It's all America so, here. You
3: were out last week. We talked about that and how it's hilarious and the fact that they moved it from Georgia – to Colorado, which has the same requirements as Georgia, is so, trying to implement. So, so it's, I did
1: some level just, of fact checking there. Checking it's, it's a little different. There's a little difference, but I mean, but who wants to go to Colorado? I just here's the thing that bugs me, Probably and and it, and it has very yeah. little to do. That would be interesting. That would be, <laughs> but but I have very little to do with the political side of it. My thing is, is one, it is a very Important year for baseball in the fact that Hank Aaron passed away. Yeah. the The All Star Games to honor Hank Aaron. Move it to Milwaukee. Move it. Keep it in Atlanta. Those was, are the it only was a two wild
2: options. card. It was like they drew and they
1: drew states out of a hat. Well, I think they're like these states we can't go to, i.e., Texas. Yeah. You know, obviously, big time, big time. Uh, I guess conservative states. So but anything right.
3: that was red in the election year. Was so it had wild. to be blue. See, I
1: almost, like, almost said that, but I always get that. I'm like red, blue, red, blue, red, yeah. Blue, yeah. So. Anything that was red was, I think, marked off on the list. Oh,
3: so.
2: yeah. I mean, I, unfortunately, that's how it is nowadays. But, but you Colorado, know, Colorado, here we come. Right, here we come. Rocky. Back off the political thing. That was <laughs> a horrible call.
3: Everybody, like I said, unless the one blind Philadelphia fan, that I knew probably saw it safe. But you know, everybody else, even I think the announcers who were not brave guys, I think it was on ESPN, yeah. was even saying, how is that not announced? Every yeah, it every close at, call, too. I mean, they turned it on four different angles simultaneously.
2: And it's just... Uh, well, you look at the Phillies, and that has been a big win for...
3: I think even the Phillies
1: that. looked and went.
2: I think he might be out. What if they said that after the game, he yeah, had... I mean,
1: you,
2: you play the what-if game. You know, what if... That yeah, yeah. You know,
3: that ends that end inning, you know, they don't yeah. score. And, or if you strike him out yeah. or get him to put it in play, that doesn't happen. you know, to say Atlanta could win that game because you don't know, but it's just, that was a tough play for them. I mean, you know, that changed the
1: dynamics,
3: you know, like the standing
2: that's a loss for the Braves
3: and then pushed, you know, Philly up oh, another a, game.
1: Oh, it's a straight up so it's
3: change.
2: a huge game change.
4: Basically.
2: Right. But, just sad. I mean, that would have been a huge win, like I said earlier, for the Braves for that game and, like, I mean, what ifs are going to be that question, but sadly, what is the point of the replay if they're not going to do it right? Yeah. So, as,
1: as Johnny Majors once said, "If ifs and buts were cookies and nuts, we'd all have a merry Christmas." Wouldn't mm-hmm. that be nice? Ain't that something? <laughs> but the next, uh, the next uh, league to talk about again, NL East is is what I think is one of the more competitive divisions in baseball. Uh, the NL Central, the Reds sit atop the NL Central, seven and three on the season. They're uh, five and one at home, two and two on the road. Uh, followed up by the Brewers, who sit at six and four. Cardinals at five and five. That's uh, Jude Ellison's team. Uh, the Cubbies at four and six. The Smoky uh, Cubs affiliate, uh, but uh, they're at four and six. They're three and three at home, one and three on the road. And the Pirates three and seven. That's Jeff McIntyre's team. Uh, three and seven. They're two and two at home, one and five on the road. Mm. I kind of like this Reds team, just because it has a former Ball Nixon Zell, right fielder for the uh, uh, for the Cincinnati Reds. I, I like that they're they're hot early. Uh, I do think this is a Cardinals division to have, and uh, we'll just see how this thing plays out. But right now, uh, Reds uh, Reds got a, a commanding one game lead in this division.
3: Well, you know, like you said, you, you touched base on me. I'm a Smokies guy, so
1: I'm, I, I love the Cubbies.
3: Um, like I said, they've had seven different players within the last week out for a positive tests. Uh, four out of seven were pitching. That's so, tough. So you know, it's it's been a tough start for them. I think they got the pieces to uh, maybe change it around, but also Milwaukee's there. Milwaukee's got a stacked lineup.
1: Um, I don't know
3: much about their pitching staff, but I know their lineup is pretty deep.
1: I feel like uh, you know the Brew Crew. Like, they've got a lot of cool things going for them. If they could get somebody to come up with a better logo than that glove, I feel like the Brewers would be he like they
3: got a cool mascot. I mean, he goes down a slide every home run. Well, that is run cool. Oh,
1: yeah. I know
2: Milwaukee. I got to experience that. And luckily, I mean, I went on, I mean, uh, me, my uh, grandfather, my cousin, we got to do a big baseball trip uh, about two years ago. You go to
1: Milwaukee. Awesome.
2: I went to Milwaukee, went to Kansas City, St. Louis, both Chicago's. Um, oh wow That's we amazing. got to Knocking them out i'd say my favorite my and i love the white sox and i before i was a white sox fan when we went i was like you know what white sox i mean you're just you don't really hear much about them the field is you just never really hear much about them in general and we go there and i love the field i very nice um very nice stadium the, everybody the was everybody was right. super super nice there it was crazy i mean because it's in a bad part of town they yeah, say too. The so it's the south side of Chicago. I'd so. yeah, rather really go over to Wrigley's and see yeah. right. the whole lovely. And that ivy. was that was so much fun too. I th- I would say another cool one was St. Louis had the best view by far. in oh, uh, behind the arch. Yeah. It was a great trip and we had probably one of the Best trips I've ever been on, uh, experiencing those. Just the has a everything. nice ballpark up against the river. We've been to that one, too, and I, I, I love
1: that I've one. I've seen it from the outside. Yeah. I've literally only been to, uh, to Turner Field as far as pro baseball. Turner Field was cool. I, I was feel cool. like since we the the I got HDTV and a really mm-hmm. large TV, I feel like I've been to a lot of them. I've <laughs> really only been to – I think first. the
3: best historical one I've been to is probably Boston. I mean well, – Fenway?
4: You know, yeah, I've
3: Dead center field uh, had the big green monster, probably about four seats to my right. Yeah. It was thirty-two degrees and freezing rain. But love that, dude! I pay that kind of money to sit out there. I'm gonna sit out there. We
2: got, we got to, we did it in the summer. We did the Twins as well. I thought the Twins was cool, um, but definitely my favorite was, uh, I would say, I mean, the Cubs and Wrigley is something you can't miss. Now, now
1: my wife Laura, she's she went to original Yankee Stadium wow. back in uh, back in elementary school, so. Uh, that's something that I'll never be able to do. It, that's, it's gone now. But, uh, yeah, so stadiums are cool.
2: Yeah, and I think like we were talking about with the slide and stuff, different different um, stadiums do different things, and it's that's, pretty cool. You can
1: In Tampa, you can literally pet an actual ray yep. in the outfield.
2: Yeah, they got the big aquarium that you can go out there
3: and pet I
1: mean, it's know. just so
2: awesome how people – I mean, it, wouldn't that be great if they did something like that in Nealon, or did something like that in – I really
1: don't. I I wouldn't make the connection if they had rays Not my not days. raised.
2: Watch. I mean, it, it's like putting, it's like putting like a cow and. <laughs> <It's like, laughs> hey chick boy bring your cow. Go
3: back to the <laughs> Atlanta theme. Um, if you've been
4: to Turner Field, it's,
3: it was yeah. amazing. But now it's the uh, SunTrust or Trust Park. They have the entire Braves history section. Yeah. That you can go and see the World Series. You can see uh you know, Greg Maddox, Tom and you can see all their uh, gloves, their bats. Uh, Chipper Jones has has his own thing, the Hank Aaron. It's a 755th home run ball or whatever that he got back. That's serious. And, like, it's the uh, there that you can actually see, you know. The it's a little incredible. town
2: they have, like, throughout the, the outside
1: Truist Park, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, um, I
2: incredible.
3: hope Truist
1: is really appreciative. Like, we are, like, wearing them. Uh, well, yeah,
3: I like the fact that they got the Hilton right there that
1: overlooks uh, left field, and
3: you can... You can rent out the rooms and sit there from the room and watch the game. Oh, oh my gosh! Oh, I, I didn't know that. That's cool. my camera. Right it's only like two hundred ninety-nine dollars a night. Oh, you bet. can watch the baseball game for
1: free. Got that Chris Hips money you can uh, lay it down like that. But uh, let's let's finish off Major League Baseball. Uh, NL West Dodgers again, uh, the payroll of all payrolls there in in uh, Major League Baseball. Eight and two on the season, uh, really commanding lead uh, there in the National League West. Padres though. Uh, right there, chipping away, eight and three on the season. Giants six and four. Diamondbacks four and seven. And the Chris Hibbs Colorado Rockies three <laughs> and seven. Man, what, what a what a year! What about the Dodgers though? They're five and two on the road, three and zero oh at home. And uh, you talk about a, a stacked lineup. That they're talk one through nine. 13. Yeah, one through nine. They're the, yeah. You put a, a couple extra stars. Five. Hey. Yeah, yeah, and I'm that's a Yankees fan. When I say they're buying it, they're they're really buying it. But uh, they're just they're just top down. They're they're the best team in baseball. You, you talk about uh, could it be an all star team? Yeah, you put a few stars on it and have a home run derby pregame. I, I don't know that you don't think you're at an all star game. Oh yeah, Mookie Betts. Uh, it took him a while to warm up to the or for the Dodger fans to warm up to him. But the other day they get their rings and uh, he gets a standing o, first standing o in L A and this is after winning a, a World Series, uh, that's, a, that's a cool moment. The Dodgers is a franchise that I don't necessarily – and that's that's where my, uh, I guess, token fandom kind of comes in. I don't necessarily hate baseball teams. I think I have enough hate in college football that I, uh, that I just try to be a casual fan in Major League Baseball. But uh, um, I'll say this, I, I like that Dodgers lineup. I, yeah. I think they're fun to watch.
2: They don't hit a lot of home runs, but they got they're pretty balanced. I mean, and that's good to have on the like I said earlier, they're balanced on the hitting.
1: I think I bothered Chris there a little bit with my casual fan
2: comment. I mean I just don't like the Dodgers, but You don't like what?
3: the Dodgers at all? I mean if there's one team that's been the thorn and the Brave side the last four or five postseasons, they've yeah. been together, it's been the Dodgers. Right.
2: So You're about yeah. like me. I wouldn't say I like the Dodgers either, but I'm kinda with you on that one, Wayne. I just I just don't dislike an M L B team. Uh I mean, sometimes I just I when I when I went and saw those games I saw I think I saw the uh Padres think, play like twice and I just was like Ugh. I think if you would give me a Clayton Kershaw
3: autograph ball, I'd probably give it to my bulldog at you home. Really? That's how much I don't like the Dodgers. Wow, well, especially
1: if it's a postseason ball. I wouldn't want yeah. that
4: anyway.
3: I'm oh uh, like
1: <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know. I, like I said, I think I exhaust a lot of hate in college football, so I just kind of let think. it ride a little bit. I
3: actually like the Padres out of that division. I mean, they uh, just got a, what is it, the young guy, Musgrove.
1: Yes, He's they balanced, do have him. bounced
3: around five different teams in the last three years, and then was the first no-no in Padres history.
1: That's pretty cool. I, like, yeah. I think any, if you're a professional and you do this first thing in a franchise history, it's a pretty big He's deal. He's a
2: hometown kid, too, from Seth. San Diego. Oh yeah, and he was the, it was the first time, and they were the only team to not
3: yeah, no hitter. Not have a no hitter, and he did it in his hometown. Mm-hmm. He's uh he's almost as famous as
1: Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna see if I could just slide that in right there. Bart <laughs> place here in Milwaukee. I heard uh, I heard his uh, locker smells of rich mahogany. <laughs> I didn't know, but uh, anyway, that's Major League Baseball. Like I said, hated. The fact that the Braves got kind of taken there on that last call, that, that out that wasn't out that wasn't called an out, uh, we'll, we'll kind of beat around on that. Hopefully uh, the Braves don't make that the cornerstone of their season. Uh, they, they learn from that. They play through it. And uh, and I think what we saw in this past series, Acuna, Albies, uh, they start heating up a little bit and uh, see if this pitching staff can kind of kind of pair with that hitting pretty well see if they can't take this on in, into the uh, – <laughs> we are getting, trying to get the, the drawing up and going, but, uh, Hey, we've got something going here. People want the giveaways and, and there's room in the bucket for you. Come check us out. Get your name in the bucket, uh, for the giveaway here at the seven o'clock hour here at the party pub. But, uh, but guys, that's baseball. Any, any closing comments? Uh, Rocky's fan over here. White Sox fan over here. Isn't uh, it's going to
2: be a good season. I mean, Rockies. I don't know about that, but I, I like, think the Sox are going to have a good season. But, uh, hey, at least you got the All-Star game to look forward to, right? Anyway,
1: down there at your wow. park. Let's yeah. see how many
2: players from the from the Rockies get on that team. I really I think it.
1: Chris is mad at us. we better, we got to <laughs> take care of him at the break. But, hey, let's take our last uh, break of the day. Listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, we're going to finish up today's show with Tennessee football. Uh, open practice for the Hypo era. Talk about what happened, what the looks was saw a local Maryville kid uh, carry the rock a little bit in the open practice talk about that a little bit and uh, ultimately at 6:55, give away some cool stuff we'll do yeah, all good. that on the flip side of the break you're listening to the Tuesday grind live from the party pub on 100.9 fm 8:50 a.m and streaming at wkbl.com
0: we'll be right back
1: Are you looking for a place to unwind and relax after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Then slide on over to the Party Pub at their brand-new location in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa. The Party Pub has loads of space available to enjoy time with friends, watch that big-time fight, and catch that big orange game on one of the pubs 12 big-time TVs. The Party Pub's kitchen also has a jam-packed menu from pizza to burgers, quesadillas to wings, and believe me, It's all great-tasting food. Call-ins are welcome. Kitchen opens each morning at 7.30. So if you're looking for a one-stop shop for a good time, check out the Party Pub with darts, billiards, and karaoke. The Party Pub has a 7.30 a.m. start time and can't wait to see you. Again, check out their new location in New Midland Plaza, the Party Pub in Alcoa, a Blount County staple for 50 years and a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. I've got a
5: math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Tennessee. This message presented by the Tennessee Secondary School Athletic Association and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
6: Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee and want a realtor with the experience and integrity you deserve? Then call Tressa LeCroix with Realty Executive Associates. The market is hot, and interest rates are still the lowest they have ever been. Take advantage now by calling Tressa LeCroix, 865-221-5610. That's 865-221-5610. With 10 years of experience in our local area, Tressa LeCroix appreciates all Blount County manufacturing employees and will work to give you the best deal and experience possible. Call Tressa LeCroix with Realty Executive Associates, 865-221-5610. And let Tressa take your real estate dreams from the kitchen table to the closing table.
1: The grind on sports is all about opinions, and we want yours too. If you want to grind it out with us here tonight, give us a call on the Grind Time Hotline, 865-223-8421. Share in the grind and dial 865-223-8421. From Blount County to all of Knoxville, this is WKVL 850 AM and 100.9 FM Mariville Rocky Top Sports. on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything to grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com.
6: The housing market in East Tennessee is booming. Have you found yourself daydreaming of that perfect home or need more space for your growing family? Finding the right mortgage lender is an important first step in making those dreams a reality. Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group of Maribel is your hometown expert with over 20 years in the mortgage industry. Donna can help with all types of mortgages from conventional to VA and everything in between. Having a proven expert like Donna Cry in your corner will give you an edge against the competition. Call Donna Cry at 865-984-9948 today for more information or to get your home buying process started. Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group, where home ownership dreams become a reality.
0: Do you want to hear your business mentioned on this show? We can make
1: that happen. Hit us up on our email.
6: That's wayne at
1: thegrindonsports.com. That's wayne at thegrindonsports.com.
0: We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 850 AM. Rocky Top
4: Sports.
1: And welcome back inside the Party Pub studios here live in New Midland Plaza as you're listening to the Tuesday edition. Of the grind, it's actually the only edition of the grind at this point, as it's a weekly show. New, new little, new little take on things. But uh, uh, guys, uh, last segment here, we're going to talk Tennessee football. But a little housekeeping item: as we stepped off camera, they have they have digital darts over here, and they just happen to have six darts laying out. We picked them up, and, we, them and we threw three apiece. Highest score wins.
2: And uh, how'd
1: that go? So the scores
2: um, coming in third Colorado Rockies and 81 81 for Chris they number 2
3: bullseye.
2: or actually let's we'll, we'll go number 2 here so number 2 obviously it was me the silver medal the goes silver to medal
1: Carson. goes to me with an 87 shot and and then I had so the victor yeah. or the winner or the champ of this uh, yeah. April 13th edition of of grind time darts was myself. 101 had a triple twenty and a triple, triple 13, 13 and, a and a double one. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, Chris did hit a bullseye. We'll give him uh, we'll give him that. He will get like the uh, you could be it's like a, most
3: pin in golf. You kinda
1: know? You, yeah. You won the free t shirt. I
3: hit the hole in one and y'all a like get, get you got,
1: you got to buy one fun. get one at Golden Corral. Like you're you're hooked up. Uh it's like getting Tennessee tickets nowadays. Oh, my If it's baseball, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> if it's baseball, I'll take it. Uh, Mr. Brad White, listening in, said, uh, talking about those rays in the tank. We talked baseball. He said, uh, those rays in the tank are slimy. He said, it's like stepping on a mossy rock in Little River. That's <laughs> funny. That's awesome. Uh, again, thanks to Mr. Mr. Brad for, uh, again, the accommodations here at the Party Pub, but also uh, for listening in. Uh, always uh, fun to talk to him about sports. But this last segment, and, and this is kind of ironic but funny, uh, this last segment is brought to you by J&J Lawn Services there in the Lakeway area, residential and commercial, licensed and insured. We'll give free estimates, J&J Lawn Services, Inc. at gmail.com. Mr. James Butler, a huge Alabama fan, uh, is the sponsor for our Tennessee football segment. 423 landscaping, mulching, irrigation, and more. James can do it right. He'll do it for you. And, again, get you a free estimate for it. Again, James Butler, 423-231-9955. What's the score looking like now? It's 4-all in the bottom of the pit. All right. Tennessee rolling, Tennessee on, rolling back. on back. Uh, last segment here talking about uh, Josh Heupel. I about to say Jeremy Pruitt. Wow, I ain't said that name in a minute. Uh, Josh Heupel, year one, spring practice in, in tow, April the 24th, the the spring game, the orange and white game, just announced uh, yesterday or today uh, free admission. And to my knowledge, no uh, attendance barrier, like no max. I mean, that's Uh great. They were talking on the news today, wide open. Four o'clock start time. I'm pretty stoked about it. Like, I'm interested if they're going to have the normal, like, uh, I I doubt it. You know the little fan deal where you know you kind of rush in, get some autographs if you want. I mean, they could if they're
2: letting if they're kind of like no barriers on the on the
1: attendance, they could do something a little bit like that.
3: Texas Rangers in it.
1: You know, Houston.
3: everybody pile in there, watch
1: some football. Hey, I I was there when uh, when Kiffin first came here, and you know the the lane train kind of hooked up and and got going. There was like seventy k at the spring game. It was yeah. it was stupid. It was like a I mean, it was like a, a backyard barbecue, no Bruce Pearl intended, uh, for, uh, for, for that situation. I, I don't know that Heupel gets that in year one, but I think with the quarterback competition that's coming, with the Young Bucks, that uh, you, the kind of unknowns, because Eric Gray's out of the picture, Wanya Morris is out of the picture, uh, Henry Toto's probably out of the picture. There's just so much to watch with this Tennessee team because you don't know the identity of it. So that, that's what I'm going for. I'm going to take my boys. They they like going. It's it's one of those, I love the orange and white game in those situations because if they get tired, if they, they need to leave, you can leave. It's the orange and white game. You don't have to, you know, waste an Alabama ticket. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I'm excited about it. But uh, Hypo holds an open practice. You guys think that was smart to do uh, for first-year guys? I mean, I, I like I like it. You know, you,
3: your fading base right now is kind of, you know. Jaded. Yeah. That's you know that's, that's, that's a good word. All the stuff that came out, you know, it's kind of been tough on him. But to do that practice, it allowed people to see firsthand what, you know, he's offering, what, what what all they're trying to work on. And I think it, you know, made a good first, you know, impression on everybody.
1: Sorry, just watching a little Tennessee baseball. Yeah, double
3: just
1: a it It's kind of a long out right there, but yeah, mm-hmm. Tennessee baseball kinda gets uh, gets one.
6: And booty got going. a third
1: base with one out. Well, runner in scoring position, RISP for those uh, on the stat line. Yep. But uh, uh, but but I think it's it's good for the fan base. You, you know, you talk about Hypel and, and, you know, talk about Brad White. But he and I have talked about this. This fit and function, this was a good hire for, for Danny White. It was a good hire for Tennessee. It was a good hire for a fan base that was starved for some offense. Right. And I think what he's done since he's been here, one, he has in, in, completely embraced the the um, ambiance is maybe a good word of Neyland Stadium. I mean, every time he talks about it, it's like he, he speaks of it like it's a cathedral, like it's it's something that, that people need to be uh, kind of honorary of. He's done a lot of great things as far as just being transparent with uh, with parents, being transparent with it, you know, just kind of opening things up for, for all to see. I think that's just, uh, again, trying to get out of that uh, – that doom and gloom that was the uh, NCAA investigation that's still ongoing, but I think Heppel's moving forward and saying that's that's the previous regime. We'll have to deal with the repercussions, but at this point, uh, we're we're, we're going to move forward. Looks like Tennessee just take the lead. Yeah, RBI double deep left. Wow, out the, out the perfect opportunistic hitting as <laughs> Tennessee baseball. But but I, I like hypo and, and again, I'm I'm a Whoever signs the, the the contract, whoever's wearing the T and calling the shots on Saturdays, that's my coach. Uh, I'm, I'm that kind of a fan. But at the same rate, um, you know, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a pretty good judge of, of BS. You know, use a little acronym instead of saying it. Uh-huh. But uh, I'll say this: uh, Josh Heupel looks he, he looks genuine. Uh, I think he's interested in bringing Tennessee back. I think he's interested in showing that he can do it in the Southeastern Conference again, uh, like he did it at, at uh, Missouri. I think he understands that he's got to bring more defense. I think he's he's put some nice pieces in place and then uh, I think it's about recruiting, getting your guys in here and making it happen. but being transparent, opening up a, a an open practice, letting people see what's going on and how you're you're working these kids. Uh, I think that just it's something that the previous staff didn't do. There was a lot of closed doors, a lot of hush-hush. And what happens in, in today's age of social media when you don't tell anybody anything? It's president Wildfire. We just make it up. Like We just go, I think this is what's happening. Yeah. I think that's what's happening. And uh, I think he closed some of those doors. But 11 days from now will be the orange and white game. 15 practices will have come and gone. Uh, I think Tennessee's got a lot to build on, but – it was nice to see the uh, the headline picture for one of the uh, the blog sites, uh, I think it was yesterday, uh, had Mr. T. Hodge carrying the rock. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's, a, been, a, he's been in there
2: a lot. I've seen some on Instagram, too, just the football web,
1: you know, the uh,
2: account. And I've seen him, and he's getting work in. And, I mean, that's a good sign. He's only, obviously, he's only a sophomore. Redshirt, redshirt freshman. freshman so, um, in his technically, he's been there a year. But, yeah, redshirt freshman, they're wanting to use him, I think, in a good way.
1: So, so total like random question, and and I don't know the answer, so I'm hoping one of you guys do. So with the COVID freebie year and a red shirt year, could you re- legitimately be a third year freshman? Yeah, he could, he could be a six year player. That's
2: you know, right. That way. Way. Uh, that's what Jared's doing. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, over in Washington.
1: Tom. Yeah, Garen Tamino.
2: I don't know. Is he? I wonder if he's getting a start up there. If so, I pray for the team
1: and the fan base. Well, in his in the spring game up there, I mean, he was getting a lot of looks, and he'll look great in practice. I guarantee it. He's, oh, he he's will. Be, he'll he's be like, the
2: next. He'll be the next uh, running around quarterback that is going to have speed. This is what they're going to have. I bet it's going to be. Like, in, he's like this is Marcus this is Mariota me. without <laughs> is Marcus me. with the little
1: Jameson. So who who is Tennessee's number one
2: QB QB one?
1: <sighs> so mm, tough. That's a, that's a tough sell. I'll say, looking at the video from the, the open practice, I didn't have an opportunity to go. Uh, I, I like the hooker kid. Uh, I like the, his mobility. I like that he can deliver it on the run. I thought Maurer looked a little, I don't know if this is the right word to use, a little gangly uh, when he was extending the play. It looked like his arms and legs were going in a different direction. Harrison Bailey didn't necessarily, he looked good throwing the football, but he didn't look comfortable necessarily in, in the, the motion and what I think this offense is going to need to do to keep them clean. What about Katie. Now, uh, Caden, Caden's on the shelf. Uh, he, he didn't, well, he didn't I mean, play. he didn't, I, obviously
2: he won't be, I, I thought he was going to fill in that third spot, but I think Brian
1: did Anyways, I, I think he's a guy that, that soon as he gets some action, it, it's watch out. Cause he's prototypical, uh, Josh Heupel type quarterback. But I, I think honestly, game experience, uh, uh, yeah, experience. Um seeing, you know, being put on your back and getting up and playing another play. Big, dude. I think Hooker's kind of the, the guy that pushed
3: you I, I actually had a guy at work talking to me about the uh, orange and white game and he was just so excited about it and he's already saying he's wanting to get there at like two o'clock to try to get a seat. But anyway, yeah. He said, What would you do if you were a Tennessee fan if the team takes off running out on the field in their orange and white jerseys? Yeah. And here comes
1: Big old number eleven running out there for one of those colors.
3: Oh, <laughs> the Henry Toto
1: I mean, here's the deal: you welcome him back, and, you, and you're you're excited as, and, and honestly, he's a he's a lifetime member from that point on. But uh, I mean, can you be mad at him
2: for all the stuff that's happening and him, you know, going to a team with a coach and then finally
1: deciding to come back? No, I mean it's it's no different than Bryce Brown uh, with Lane Kiffin. It's no different than uh, a couple of those other pieces there. When things shift that way, and and quite frankly, it's not been proven. It's not been uh, you know what have you. But uh, when the McDonald's backstop, you uh, you stop. And I think when you're from California, you don't have a lot of roots around here. Uh, you came here to play for Jeremy Pruitt, and he's no longer here. Yeah, you can't blame him for wanting to go somewhere else. But at the same rate, if uh, if Henry T runs out of the T, uh, I'm I'm all about it. I mean, just think of the. Uh Shock that would bring to the fan base if that did happen. At this, at this point, I'd be okay I mean, with uh, uh, Kavarius Crouch. I'd be, <laughs> I'd be good with the big I mean, stud. I don't know out. who their linebacker is going to be right now. I don't know. Like
3: really. Half of them's on suspension already.
1: Well, uh, Jeremy Banks is. I mean, he's the cornerstone, and he's a project probably at best. But uh, I think Crouch is an option there. I think there's some other pieces of, of guys that are coming off injury that's going <laughs> to need to show some some work there and fall. I camp. thought Crouch was leaving. He's not. He's not anywhere else. You know what I'm saying? He's not, I, a, yeah, he's not enrolled anywhere else, so, I mean, he's technically still out there. He's yeah, like uh, you remember – I mean, he hasn't signed. right. It, uh, what
3: they're Alabama, just, what Alabama, if they're waiting Ohio for a surprise?
1: For a surprise See, Alabama. I've heard Ohio State pretty hardcore, and the reason he wanted to go to Alabama is what I hear, but uh, he was going to have to sit out a year potentially. That wasn't a confirmed you know, thing. I don't think he wants to do that, especially if his NFL draft thought this would be the year he'd go. Yeah, at his size, he needs to show out while he can and so can get on up there. So why not come to Tennessee, you know – Where you you been, you know, you're already
3: the star of it. And if you have an incredible year around that young of a defense, I mean, that shows his leadership. Yeah. I mean, I look at it, if I'm an NFL scout, you know, a guy that's willing to say, you know, I know this is probably not going to be a great season record-wise for us, but I've been here, i built this, I want to keep on with the people I've been with. You know, to me, that shows the true leadership that he, you know, there's any question about him.
2: I agree. I think, uh, him coming in, i coming back. We would op- we, uh, I think all Tennessee fans obviously would welcome back with open arms, but I think we, it would be a big help, especially like we talked about the linebacker it could be a shortage kind of throwing up some players. there, hoping, hoping crouch. If he does play, um, banks, if he does play well, if they play good, they play good. If not, they're kind of stuck in, you know, in a, in a rut right there. So,
1: I, I like the hype train, though. I'm, I'm kind of rolling with Josh Hype. I, block. Am too. I, am too. I like that he's he's got the players playing for each other. You know, I think a lot of times there was a lot of individuals on the field for Tennessee. You know, you had the DBs wanting to look good, wanting to play right. good, trying to trying to get their stock up. I think right now they're just interested in, in kind of playing for Tennessee, playing for each other, and getting some things taken care of. But, uh, again, we've got a giveaway to, to, to work on here in just a second. I want to give time for, for – the, uh, the winner to get back here, uh, make sure we get a winner taken care of. This segment is brought to you, again, by J&J Lawn Services, residential and commercial, uh, free estimates, licensed and insured. Mr. James Butler is the contact, 423-231-9955. He's in the Lakeway area, but uh, has mower, will travel. So uh, he, he will come check it out uh, at, any, at any moment. But, uh, again, give James a call. He'll do you right. And does a lot of great stuff in the uh, in the lawn services industry. But uh,
3: oh, we're waiting on that Tennessee score on a pass ball, and it's up six to four now. Going to the top of the six.
1: Ain't. It don't take much for the balls to to make it happen on the on the diamond right now. But uh Carson, corn the- Carson, are you? Do you feel like you've got them in a in a good place think, to, to get a so. winner out of this thing?
2: I think I'm ready. Dum dum
0: dum.
2: <laughs> Who you got? We got Shane. Uh, last name I cannot tell from there. Is This Remmel? There's a uh, Shane there's phone number written Remus there.
3: Remus
1: or Remus. Shane Remus or, or we're going to Shane R. We're going to Shane R. Yeah, we're going to put uh, we're going to put uh, Chris on a uh, on a recon mission. All right. Uh, we uh, we have a phone number, but again. Based on our uh, criteria, we have to do it. Got to be present to win. So uh-huh. let's see if we can't get Mister Shane R um, back here to get his prize pack again. Grindtime swag pack. You want to pick it up, Carson? Yeah, we'll, I got you. Uh, we'll share with those what uh, what the winner winner is getting this week. So here in this pack here, are you wanting to do? It? Oh well, sure. It'll surprise you. What what's in there, Carson? Shane
2: R. Shane R. Shane R is the winner today. If if Chris can go and get him, well, he's going to give him a call here, I think. But here in this prize pack, here's what you're going to get. You're going to get a grind T-shirt. Uh, and that's specially made by us. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. are so uh, made it's unique. Unique. And we'll even sign it for you. <laughs>
4: Carson
2: is putting this <laughs> out there. All right. What well, we got the T-shirt. We have a, um, just like our, our flyer right here shows that. Everybody. Tell all your friends. Tell all your friends. That's right. A nice water bottle right here. If you're on live, you can see how nice this is. It, it doesn't have to be water. By the grind doesn't have to be water. Could probably shouldn't be carbonated. I'll just put that out there. Probably not. But nice water bottle there. Couple of these bands. I think there's two wristbands in there. It's got a grind one. This, both is, this could go on both gray and green are in there. It Has
1: the grind on there and where you can find us. I feel like this is a good uh, this is a good audible to find out uh, Carson's Vanna White abilities. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Car and right decal. Here.
2: Car decal. Car decal right here. Grind sports. But not only that, but my favorite one that I have on the back of my uh, truck is this sticker for the back. It's holographic, and it's one of the coolest things ever. And, I, and I've had it on for, I think, six, seven months, and it hasn't faded or anything like that. I Been know. through only, some tough weather. Only top quality
4: for, for the grind. That's price exactly price. right.
2: and that And that's the grind swag pack for you. I mean, something you don't want to miss out at all. Chris, have you found
1: Shane R? All right. Oh, we've got Shane coming. We'll Let's put this look. back in here for him. How about that? Get the prize pack back together. Oh, really? So we have we have interrupted his dart game. That could be good, could be bad. But uh, nonetheless, Shane R is on his way back here. Guys, uh, I appreciate. Uh, is this Shane R? Shane All right. Hey, how about that? Winner, winner, chicken dinner. To, absolutely. Hey, enjoy it. Tell your friends. <laughs> hey, right. Thanks, buddy. Good job. Again, Shane R is the winner. Hey, thank you, buddy. Thank you. Again, check us out. We we're down here every Tuesday party pub five to seven New Midland Plaza. Yeah. Also on your on your airwaves, hundred point nine, eight fifty a.m. But uh, there's no time like the grind time because five to seven on Tuesdays, you don't know what you're going to hear. Uh, we've busted Chris on his Colorado Rocky shirt. We've uh, given Carson a hard time for. Well, a lot of things, but uh, we, we've, we've given, had a good you know, time. The
2: Yankees, hard time. We we have
1: fun with it, you know, for sure. I uh, guess we all have bad choices. Yeah, your <laughs> life's full of them. And if you live long enough, you'll make a lot yeah. more. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's good times. But uh, nonetheless, I uh, want to thank all our sponsors for making this happen. Again, Miss, Mr. Brad and Miss Lisa White uh, here at the Party Pub. They do a lot of stuff for us, get us to help us get set up, got us ready each and every week. Tuesday nights after we sign off is ladies' night. Thursdays and Saturdays are dart tournaments. And then Friday and Saturday are karaoke night here at the pub. Check them out online, MaryvillePub.com. Uh, give them a phone call, 865-984-4251. Or come on by, 218 South Calderwood Street here in Alcoa. And uh, come on Tuesdays. You can get uh, maybe get yeah. free stuff from the grind. Uh, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group here in Maryville. You can check her out online, DonnaCry.com or 865-984-9948, or Ms. Tressa Lequire. Check her out if you're buying or selling a home. She works with realty executives. She has honesty, integrity, and wants to work for you. From the kitchen table to the closing table, find her on the phone, 865-221-5610. Smoky Mountain Axe House right down the strip here in New Midland. Uh, check them out. Give them a phone call. Set up your family time, 865-268-5872. On the wall, it says, Unleash the Flannel. I think that speaks for, for it all does. it needs to say. And then J&J Lawn Services talked about them during this segment. Great business in the Lakeway area, a lot of residential and commercial uh, landscaping. But, guys, uh, we've ran out of time. So, Chris and Carson, thanks for coming in. Always yeah, fun absolutely. to talk. But it's fun. But we've run out of time. Thanks, guys, for coming in. We'll wrap it up. But if you're on your way home or on your way to work, take care, be safe, and, yes, grind on.
5: WKVL 850 AM Maryville and WKVL 100.9 FM Maryville.